Hello folks, so it looks like it's just me at the moment. I'm not sure where the rest of our people are. So I'm going to go ahead and shoot a message to remind them that, hey, we're on air. And uh, while I wait for them, uh, I'm going to go ahead and show off some stuff. So, oh wait, just get a message. I think. Oh, I'm about to get in a, a guest too. An extra guest. So, boom. Brooke. Yo. What's up? Ah. Got um got caught in an EFAM meeting. <laughs> ah, I see. Um, I discovered something. Yo. Uh, I'm gonna wait till our our uh, till our, our guest uh, host comes on. And oh, Alter Boy is on his way, and we have a guest tonight. Uh, that I'm gonna wait to reveal here in a moment. Mm. So uh, I've been playing 2K23 nonstop. Yep. Hey, it's Aiden, it's sir. Um, playing a lot of WWE 2K23, and I have some uh, some clips from it that I have uploaded for uh, viewing. Um, one of my favorites here. Check this out. It wasn't bad, I guess. Actually, kind of fun. Well, your next opponent is gonna be tougher, but the important part is that you're learning to get outside your comfort zone. And if you manage to win the match, even better. You have any kind of scouting report on this next guy? Oh, no, I didn't catch his last match. Some fans bought me a point. Nice blacks. So how did you know he's tougher then? Made it up. Seemed like a coach thing to say. Anyway, I'm headed back for another free round. Good luck. Oh my god, I love this guy. <laughs> yeah, that that was a, that was a great scene. Uh, I also uh, found rare footage of a uh, British fellow that we're all familiar with. But I'm gonna wait till this uh, fourth person comes in uh, to, uh, to 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 show it. Okay. And uh, we're just waiting for that. But uh, AB, how you doing over there? Ah. Uh. 
Dom's not officially in yet. Speaking of Dom, I just tapped you out in uh, Los Angeles wrestling. No, good job. Thank you, thank you. I I have tons of uh, of highlight clips I've made from playing Two K Twenty Three. There's there's been some fun ones. Uh, for instance, uh, my son missed this part. I don't know how far. Have you played much of the My Rise yet? Uh, maybe. Uh, no, not much. Okay, well, here's a mild spoiler for you. You want me to do something? Is that what you want? Words being exchanged here. I'm talking to you. Show me some respect. Sean just took a very awkward fall there and hit the steel steps hard on his way down. I don't think that was intended, but things just took a very bad and unexpected turn. I think he was just trying to get Sean's attention, and it backfired. Officials, including Michael's good friend Triple H, have arrived to check on Sean. Probably best for him to just leave and let things cool down. You're fired! Did Shawn Michaels just say he's fired? I think I heard that too. Wow, I can't believe that just happened. This has gotten way out of hand. We just hope Sean's okay. Spoiler number one. Well, shit. Followed immediately by spoiler number two. You think you're better than me? Huh? Answer me! Cut! Cut! That's enough! Where's security? Come on! Let's do this! Let's go! I should have sued you before, but now I am definitely going to. Let me go! This was assault, and it's all on camera! Get off of me! You haven't seen the last of me! Actually, I think we have! You're fired! Again! Bye! Sorry, Sammy. Let's take a break, and we'll continue when you're ready. No, no break. Let's just do this. Make sure you cut all that out, okay? And that was fired number two. Now for our special guest uh, joining us tonight, we replaced a kiwi with a vine. Listen, ah! <laughs> listen, listen, listen. We never replace a kiwi. The kiwi is fine. I love a kiwi. It's fruity, it's beautiful, it's sugary. I love That's the kiwi. It kind of looks like a vagina when you cut it open. You've been plowing into green vaginas. I need to check your fucking sexual orientation right now on your cock. She Hulk. That's my orientation. Then you win. Fair play. <laughs> So, as a fellow British man, uh, I found this rare footage of an entrance of another British man uh, coming out in uh, a club in uh, the UK, a London club. Uh, check this out. I found someone who Unfiltered recently beat, but Dylan Mason did not. Hey, it's Iron Mason. Yeah, 
Okay, that's all I'm showing of that. Uh, that was my first instinct. And to play with that, since uh, Grant is here, he will catch this reference. Uh, this was commentary during the stream just a little while ago uh, for W2K23 with uh, the match with that guy. Uh, something Shaw, Stephen Shaw, I think was his name, but I prefer to call him Iron Bison. Uh, here is the, the conclusion to that match. Too big to be doing that. See his big old ass on the screen? God damn it, Lee Jones. Stop throwing me around. This is my rise, not yours. Okay? If this were Auschwitz, you'd be Oscar Schindler, and I would not be Oscar Schindler. Okay? It's time for me to rise. So, Grant, you're getting shout-outs on uh, W2K23 uh, Twitch streams. Okay, all right. Um, so the whole... <laughs> you're not Oscar Sing Shingler list. Okay, well, I'm going I'm to be straight up honest. I will, I, I, I'm a cunt, and yeah. I, I have pure audacity. I'm the only person, Efed, to have the audacity... To turn around and make Oscar Schingler look like a heel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that's what happened. We, I mean, we went with the narrative. Uh, Lee played his own. I played mine. Um, and I made out that Oscar Schingler was a bad guy. Well, now you're kind of... Cre creativity! Yee! <laughs> we got, we got Oscar Schingler here. saved like three and a half million Jews. And I made him out to be a cunt. <laughs> so, uh, just out of curiosity, what are the meetings like with ye? What's the meet? Sorry, what was that? What What, what are the, the the meetings like with ye? Do you guys talk about all the uh, the, the ways that you know, the the Jewish people, uh, you know, maybe deserved it or uh, like? No, so, do you know, it's it's a weird, happy-go-lucky sort of thing. So obviously, I talked about um, Pilecki. Pilecki is actually a Polish spy who went yeah. into Auschwitz. Literally, he put himself in Auschwitz to save everyone in Auschwitz. What a wonderful guy! But no, does anyone know who Pilecki is? Do you know who Pilecki is? I do because I watched your promo live on uh, shooting. The Thank show. you. Great. So my, my promo did the um, But everyone knows who Oscar Schingler is, right? You know? Incidentally, watching, uh, if you uh, watch back some episodes of Shooting the Shite, you'll find that we are the only judging panel that judged you to lose that match. <laughs> you, technically, you're not, but we'll go into that another day. Um, oh, 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 no, no. Now, now I know I want to hear more. Who else judged you to lose that match? Oh, Michael Windsor just literally went into Lee's inbox and went, you won. And Lee went, well, I, di well, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I, literally, I can't, I can't give Lee enough credit than I actually can because he, we both spoke. We both went, well, a draws a bullshit. Um, we were, we both literally discussed who we could have as judges. I put up some of some across. He put some across. He went, okay, well, I'd be happy with these, 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 and these. I went, it's not okay. Um, so it was Morley's decision, and he lost. So I went, okay. That's funny. And, you know, that's a great segue for something I haven't done yet this episode, and that is to uh, 
uh, push the shop the shite.com where you can find the t-shirt that was made uh, to, to commemorate us being wrong. Uh, there's another oh, one in development. Right, so Lee yeah. loves, by the way, Lee Jones, the Iron Bison, I apologize, loves that t-shirt because to him, that is one guy once beat me and now he has a t-shirt. I'm a fucking legend. And do you know is, what? <laughs> I agree with his logic. Well, it's just funny because there's a, a, a workshop that hasn't actually started yet for a, a T-shirt for uh, Iron Bison 4-0 against Dylan Mason. I was thinking of using a screenshot of that guy from uh, 2K23 as Iron Bison and putting Ronald Weasley up for uh, for Dylan Mason Makes sense. Uh, and, and doing 4-0. Um, but I wasn't sure how Lee would feel about that shirt. Lee wouldn't – right. Let, let's be honest. Um, Lee, Dylan, you, you're both my boys. Oh, I I, no, right. I love you both, but we know how this goes. Lee doesn't give a shit. Dylan, you're in your feelings. And I love you to pieces, but let's get past this. Go do you. It was great. Let's not get angry. Josh, and- Something else coming from uh, showing the show, uh, a merchandise, the Dylan uh, number poo t-shirt, uh, t-shirt uh, a toilet paper, because he's now number two uh, after losing to uh, Iron Bison. So what do you mean he's number? How how do you how do you are you doing Steiner maths right now? Well, hey, he lost. So yes, he did. Dylan lost to Bison. Bison lost to me. Dylan's number three. Okay, oh, well, yeah, you, you, you don't use toilet paper for a number three. No, you use, you use nothing for a number three. So I'm sorry, Dylan, but you're a nothing right now. Oh, come on. Well, we had a whole toilet paper thing going here. You're, you're, you're killing our marketing campaign. I know. I'm really I'm really sorry, Dylan, because I fucking love you. <laughs> he is not. Uh, but, but at the end of the day, I beat Bison. You didn't. Well, that's subjective. No, the shit says no, no, can, can we be honest? <laughs> I didn't beat Iron Bison once. I didn't beat him twice. <laughs> yeah. That, that, uh, Lee actually talked about that on here before uh, the, the whole match thing. Uh, and then afterwards, uh, he Oh, it, it, was, it wasn't a loss because it was a triple threat. He had two people to go against. What a cunt. Can't believe he did that. It's Fair bollocks. Enough. Your your leave impression is pretty good, is it? Because you're British. No, it's because he's a cunt. Oh, <laughs> oh and you are oh, about being a cunt. So cunt can be cunt. So does that mean I could do a Libra voice? Because I'm kind of a cunt too. I, I don't know if I can pull it off. Like I feel like I'd need to channel my inner Peyton Parish if I was gonna be Lee Jones. Well, I'm I'm gonna be gonna give you two lines you need to pull off Lee Jones. Okay. Okay. The, the first one is you, you need to really get into the back of your throat and then go Candice. <laughs> that was perfect. That was great. That was okay. unbelievable. You've done really well. The other Very one great. is, and again, you need to really like suck in and get into the back of your throat and go, <laughs> I am the iron bison. And you need I to am really the iron bison. Oh, you pushed out the B really well. It was good. But the Candice was definitely like a 9.2. No, no, that wasn't as good that time. No, that wasn't as good. The first one was definitely a 9.2. The Iron Python was definitely at least like a sort of 8.2. So, I mean, you've definitely got... The Candice was fantastic first time around. 
I, I liked your little macho man there. Oh yeah, like the Iron Bison. We know we I'm going a little bit fucking Ricardo now. Let's not do that. <laughs> Speaking of off-character stuff, uh, you know, I am a little disappointed after discovering. Uh, oh, it's not in the main page for the show. Yeah, I'm Maybe. looking on it. It's not. It's not on here. Not on the main. It says it's streaming there. Ready? Refresh. It's on the group page, not on the main like main page. Oh, it's is missing. Oh, there it is. There we go. My bad. Now let's save those changes, and that should be there hopefully in a moment. I don't know if it will because we're live, but I just added it to the main page. I can't believe I've. Uh... Oh, oh, here we go. So what? What? What is being weird? Um, like, like um, let's talk about TJB, TJ Blair being the most underrated fucking e fedder right now. Let's talk about that. Oh yeah, but before we get to that, Stop what I was to around say, here, they smell. We we agree. What I was going to say is, I'm very disappointed. Sleaze died before something ever happened. Well, sorry, death doesn't just stop for you. The, 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 the death of Sleaze meant there was never an opportunity for a tag team of perhaps the most disgusting potential partners in the world, that being the Sleaze and the Pigtailed Unicorn. I mean, it could have been. Um... The things that could have happened between the two of them. Well, I mean, you should have stopped the sleaze from going to Chen Huan, uh, Thailand, and doing what he did and being fucking killed by Rodrigo. You should have. You you knew what was going to happen. It was obvious. Uh, well, uh, you know, the, the unicorn's been uh, sleeping for a very long time. Uh, he had a really long night with Lucille, and since then, uh, he hasn't been awake. We'll, we'll, we'll leave it at that, then. Maybe maybe Rodrigo did him in too. I don't know. But yeah, so TJ Blair, uh, unappreciated. Yeah, he's he just uh, sat there being patriotic, <laughs> staring at the floor. Bless him. Um, uh, is, is is he going to be number two now? No, not not unless he's beating Iron Boy. What well, to be for Ashley? No, I, no. Actually, I agree with what you just said. I beat Iron Boy, and I'm number one. In pro, TJ Blair beat the Iron Bison, so he's number two. <laughs> Iron Bison's currently sat at number three, and Dylan Mason is sat at number four. They can live with that. Live with it. NHSW, Dylan Mason. It's true. He did. I saw the match. I saw the results for it. What well, was that? Sorry. Sorry. You beat Dylan Mason. Yeah. Okay, so, so you're still sat number two. That's great. That's fantastic. They, they can fucking fit below us. Bless them. I beat Bison, you beat Dylan. Fantastic. Bless them. They can sit where they need to sit. They've got no premise here. TJ Blair and the Unfiltered Animal are fucking above and beyond them. Fuck them. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. I have some changes to this list after doing some thought since, since we're pulling stuff out here. Uh, in EWN at the time, before it was the EWR, uh, there was a oh, UPW NRI, championship yeah. match, EPW, uh, UPW championship match, where the unfiltered animal was finally dethroned. Yes, he was. By TJM. Yeah. Yes, he fucking was. And do you know what? Rightfully fucking so. One of the greatest 
greatest title change in history. And to be fair, do you know what? Having a bit of bants on that is one thing. The on foot with animal. If we're talking about like characteristics right now, went on a something stupid like twenty two undefeated streak. Yeah, he beat Nicholas Maglio, Nick White. Sorry, um, he beat Tommy Dyer. He beat Shooter J. Um, Even the, the, the franchise, Matt Minnick. and then he went to a pay per view on EWN, his own pay per view, and lost it. <laughs> Of course, you cannot put me put over on your own show. Do, do, do you know what? And I and this man right above me will never will contest it. Well, well, sorry, won't contest this. I agreed with the decision a hundred percent. Yeah, he messaged me. Twenty-two matches undefeated as well, UPW World Champion, and this motherfucker beat me. And do you know what? I went to not. He did. <laughs> and a funny thing later afterwards, he also thanked me for it. Because he was uh, running out of ideas of where to run with this uh, the drug gimmick. Yeah, uh, yeah. He's like, I was a little too far. Like I'm sitting here actually like starting these things up here to make it look like. And to think that's not what got fired you from it. Uh, got you fired from a job later on for internet. And that's uh, you know. Now look, it's like, oh yeah, bring that up. Coincidentally, that's what got fired. Got me fired from a job for a joke about cocaine. And this guy's uh, snorting stuff on uh, online. Hold up, hold up, hold up. So- so you're bringing up that shit. I, I got you fired from a job. Fuck off. No, no, no. You, yeah. didn't, you didn't get me fired from a job. What got me no. fired from a job was a joke about cocaine. But here you are snorting stuff on uh, on screen that looks like uh, cocaine. And uh, <laughs> that didn't get you fired from a job. Hey, it's Dolly Fernandez, the doll face there saying hello to the unfiltered animal. See, we bring Grant on and all the ladies of Latina persuasion, I guess, uh, pop in. I don't know if my wife's in or not. <laughs> if she was, then we go way back, best friends. But uh, but yeah, uh, that was oh yeah. So that number that means I beat you, right? And I also, well, with teaming with Onions, defeated T.J. Blair and Dylan Mason in HSW. So does that make me number one now? But at the same time. I mean, I have to go back on the facts here, but I, I think potentially it might do. It might do. It might. I got my win back on that, though. Yeah, but, you know, I still beat you. <laughs> <laughs> I never faced... I only faced what? I, only, I never faced Blair. I never faced Blair. I never faced Grant. <laughs> multiple times. With Grant here, this is the perfect time to talk about this. Um, we discussed something last week uh, doing that uh, hasn't officially necessarily started yet, though I do have graphics for it, which I'm currently in the, not in the process of finding on my computer to upload because it's not like I wouldn't be prepared already for this type of stuff. Obviously, where the fuck is it, though? Um, I know I had it. Where did it, have? Where did it go? <laughs> But anyway, but I'll tell you what, while you're, while you're looking for that, I'm just going to say out loud, like fucking, I just saw that Dolly Hernandez commented, Dolly Hernandez and Fiona Finn are fucking good people. Unbelievably good people. People give them shit, but they are fucking good people. That's all I'm going to say. And it has. And been- so is Genesis Rodriguez. Well, yes, she's also got huge titties and I love them. Listen, you can enjoy the huge titties. I enjoy the empathy, the real person 
and the absolute fucking beauty that comes with her. Oh, yeah, I enjoy all that, too, but I also really enjoy the titties. Well, I don't get those. I don't get those. I do. I know. <laughs> I'm not even jealous, because I'm actually happy for you that you get those. That's the beauty of it. Yeah, wonderful. Uh, anyway. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I, I feel I like uh, hey, easy there, go, and you have to sleaze when I come back from the dead. <laughs> zombie sleaze. I'm, I, zombie sleaze. I'm, I'm not the sleaze. Zombie you fucking lying son of a bitch. <laughs> but uh, I can't find the logo on my computer at the moment. Uh, maybe it's what, what I... we're even talking about. I'm trying to fill time at the minute. <laughs> Shite mania. Uh, we shite mania uh, on our talking the shite page. Uh, we're going to do a small event, uh, probably in or around WrestleMania time frame. It's going to be a couple weeks long, uh, with a few uh, his WKP title with a, a few uh, you know singles matches uh, here and there uh, cultivated in a main event that uh, we haven't discussed yet fully uh, doing or reached out to anyone, but. Uh, we were thinking about challenging the EFED After Dark crew in a four-on-four. A four-on-four live promo battle with all four taking on all four. I don't do live promo! Uh, so, so when you say the EFED After Dark people, who, who's that? Like, like Who do you classify that. as that? Because that's niche. Well. Me, Dan, Phil, and Dylan. That sounds fun. Because I mean, technically, that would probably that would be the the host and the co-hosts, yes. the co-hostiles with your co-hostiles in there, and uh, then they'd have on the other end the exalted father, the altar boy, Captain Dildo Man, uh, and uh, Brooke. I mean, the only people on the other side would actually be Shady Shaw McKenzie, fucking beautiful man, Mwah, legend, and uh, uh, Scott West, who is uh, William Fist. I, I fuck knows who he plays, but yeah, him. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> oh. Die in the chat. <laughs> yeah, oh, I yeah, I no, no, Ty Dillinger does not come on Ethan after dark. You're a liar, you're an absolute liar, Brooke. I can't believe you've done this. Wait, what? Ty hey, that's the first time someone called me a liar. You won't be the last. <laughs> a lie? Well, a lie. well, when you lie, you get called a liar. It's simple maths, it's Steiner maths. And isn't it being unfiltered math? And you have pants on fire. No, now pants which on fire. Might that is fire crotch, which might mean uh, fire crotch. Which now we're going to need proof. So come on, uh, Brooke. Let's see. Oh, hey, she took the camera down too. No fire crotch. That is a muff. What? Oh, that oh, was a bear. It's a teddy bear. Sorry. You guys are. You, this is. You guys have got such dirty minds. Yes. Your minds are in the gutter. You literally out. put something muffy in front of your minge. That is not my problem. That is your problem. You're the one who thought it was this guy. No. You did that, not me. Stop gaslighting me. You fucking You anti-misogynist. He is pretty good at this. I like this. I've been gaslighted once, and I will not be gaslighted again, dude. Why is your minge staring at me? Why is it got eyes? <laughs> exactly, you've played into it now. That's your problem. Does it does it burn when you pee? Because <laughs> 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 if so, 
TJ Blair is like, I don't know what women vagina is. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, actually, uh, AB, question. Do you happen to know if you were born naturally or through C-section? Um, I was natural. So he has seen a vagina once in his life. Do you know what? He's a he's a fuck. He is literally pulling the wool over all of our eyes. This man gets man poonting. He is I fucking doing everything. He's literally like the second the cameras go off, he's like, right down to the local pub. Well, there's milfs. There's fucking younguns. There's fucking thing. Not too young. He's not too old. He's fucking <laughs> living the dream. Um, if he grew a and he's like, do you know what? I, can, I have my picks. You know, do you know what? I'm going to go with that fifty year old. I'm going to go with that twenty four year old. <laughs> Mate, my man TJ Blair is fucking pounding everything. He's just fucking staying silent. Fair fucks to him. I mean, he's over six foot tall. He's young. He works at the hotel. So, I mean. He's getting plenty minge, this man. And it doesn't have eyes or a nose. He, <laughs> mate, this man can pick. If, well, he I mean, wants, if, he, if he wants minge with a nose, he'll get minge with a nose. If he's got some minge with eyes. He'll get that. If he wants fucking Brazilian, he'll get Brazilian. If he gets bold, he gets bold. This man picks. He's fucking that sexy. Oh, well, don't do it. I mean, he's got the hair. He's also got the Vegeta bad man shirt we saw last week. Oh, which... yeah. And he's also the whole time just done this whole... <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> thing. I, I think... He's living um... his best life, best him, old TJ Blair. Living his best life. I think we're also throwing him off. He's used to being like uh, the butt of all the jokes. So when it gets turned around and he's being built up, I don't think he knows how to react. That's why he's laughing as much as he is. It's that no, bollocks. Laugh. He, he's, he's not reacting because he's like, it's true. It's true. <laughs> up to you to decide. That or he's got his hand on his cock below and he's like really getting into this uh, being talked about how awesome he is. Again, that's no, he's getting you... frustrated at the minute. Because Brooke's not just fucking open up for him. He's used to women just fucking going blitz for him. It has been nine episodes, and we still haven't gotten her to show a nipple. Well, no, no my man TJ Blair is literally going to every club imaginable and straight up, oh, I got TJ Blair! Fucking, that's what he used to. You know? <laughs> well, that's, well, there are a few clubs he walks into that recognize him as Tyrion Moon. Though, to be fair, there are only men in that club. And then, no, no, no. This, this He's a clever motherfucker. He goes in there and he finds the one woman that goes, I'm a lesbian, but sort of not. And he goes, ha you. <laughs> <laughs> My man knows. My man knows. <laughs> so for those he's like the fucking Minotaur, man. He's trapped he beneath ground, but when you let him loose, whoo, whoo, <laughs> he knows where to go. We are, we are joined by the unfiltered here, uh, and uh, he has done the exact opposite of what we've done for nine episodes, and he is building Alter Boy back up, which will make a great next episode when we tear him back down. Yep. <laughs> you, you missed the Dominic Mysterio phase. For a while, he really had this Dominic Mysterio vibe going. He still does. Look, look at him. <laughs> oh, see? See? I tried, to tell, I tried to pull away from it, but uh, unfiltered just brought it back. Yeah, but I'm not being funny. Are you going to WrestleMania? Brooke, are you going to WrestleMania? No, this motherfucker's going to WrestleMania to face his dad. <laughs> no, his dad's dad. No, he's going to the Hall of Fame. 
No, no, his dad is dead. Um, Eddie Guerrero died. I literally years saw ago. him on Raw last week. Eddie Guerrero died years ago. I saw the ladder match. I know who his dad is. Eddie Guerrero. <laughs> I mean, we might as well be fucking full on at it. TJ Blair's real dad is fucking Matt Minnick. Oh. <laughs> Oh, that'd be a surprising twist and the reason why he's that's been that's not the that's not the E Fetter that's been called my dad before, but okay. That's exactly oh, what Matt Minnick would have said. You wanna have Taylor or Nick White? <laughs> and neither one of those either. It's Jack Arson. No. Yeah, Jack no. Arson no. called him his boy a hundred times. We all know it. Jack Arson is still in the milk carton. We we know that. <laughs> See, there there is your answer. To the whole Eddie Guerrero situation, he didn't want to pay child support, so he gave him the Ray. <laughs> if he had is won that, that, is, letter, that, is, that, is that Aiden? Is in who I think it is? Yeah, my son. Fucking legend, mate! I haven't seen you in fucking years. You fucking beautiful little lad. Yeah, not in the, the pedo way, just this normal, normal way. He's the one that came with the special guest as a really great guest. See, I was fucking love Aiden. Day. Fucking little beautiful legend, you. He was watching my uh, 2K23 stream before this, which I have four parts of. I'm going on part five after we get off the air tonight because I'm obsessed with the game. <laughs> How are you liking it, uh, AB? Um, I'm enjoying it pretty well. Um, I, uh, I am mostly into the creating aspect of the game. I mean, and, I have five attires for the My Rise character, so. <laughs> well, like, much all I've been messing around with for the most part is just going into Creation Suite and doing whatever the fuck I can. And this is probably the best it's looked in. How is it for skimpy female attires? Uh, haven't gotten to those yet. Jesus, that's fuck usually on. the first thing I do. Like, Lion bastard. I haven't done it yet. Like, I, I want to find, like, something that shows as much titty as possible and throw it on Rhea Ripley. So, Brooke, how do you feel about this? She's excited. I don't know. I, I don't even have the game yet. You just love titty. Fair enough. I appreciate that. I'm, I did play I'm a little of Superstar Universe mode. I have a boyfriend for crying out loud. <laughs> so, hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Can we just be, like, really fucking adult right now? So you've got a boyfriend, which is fine. That means you can't like tea. I don't know. I've never been in a situation where called out like this before. Look, look, my wife is a heterosexual female married to me. Okay. And she's always sending me through Instagram, through Facebook Messenger, uh, calling me in the room while she's watching something on TV if there's a great set of tits that I need to see. Like <laughs> especially if she's a fucking solid woman. Especially if they're black. My wife has a huge thing for black women. Um, and, I mean, I don't mind the darker skin if it's not obvious with a, a darker-skinned Mexican wife. Uh, and, you know, there's something about that darker skin with that pearlescent white substance dripping down them. I mean, it just it's, it's kind of nice. It's great contrast. It's almost like having a, a brown leather sofa with pink cushions. For a casting couch, yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful. Only if you put things in the cushions. And I do. 
<laughs> is that where the phrase more cushion for the pushing comes from? No. Um, if you're fat, you need more weight to push your small cock into the uh, vaginal area. Yeah. Oh, okay. So you throw your weight behind it. Yeah, yeah. So, so Rick Rage, he's obviously got a 1.3. And he's obviously That's got four hundred twenty. He's already got three hundred, uh, four hundred and twenty pounds of pushing. So in realism, he's got one good push in him that will make the girl go, "Oh, mm. fair play to him." So what you're saying is, I'd probably have more children if I put my three hundred and twenty-five pounds behind my uh, my uh, my push. Uh only if you can. Well, I mean, that's the goal, isn't it? It is, but I mean, there's oh, many layers to it. It's it's the 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 in order for this to succeed, I have to be the one, right? Doesn't matter if she does. <sighs> this is a weird conversation you're getting into now, but yes, ultimately, if you okay. come and she's literally at the right time of the month, you will have a child. That's okay, children, folks, you heard it here first. Unfiltered has officially confirmed all that matters is that the man ejaculates. Unless. No, 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 no. All that matters is that the man ejaculates. This has been confirmed by the unfiltered. We have it here. You heard it here first. Heard it here first, folks. I tried to be woke. He wouldn't let me. Fuck him. Yes, the man needs to ejaculate. <laughs> Why would you start now being woke? Because I'm, I'm fucking, I don't know. Why would I? No, you're stop right. it. It doesn't matter. That's not how that works. And you're in London or England, whatever, that place with the, the Oh, you fucking the, beautiful the... American people. You're in London. I'm fucking miles away from London. I'm fucking Banbury. You know how many parts there is in the UK? You're in embryo? Yes, I'm in embryo, England. I'm nowhere near England, <laughs> London. <laughs> now, see, London's a myth because he doesn't look like me. So he's curious what happens if the kid doesn't look like you. Um, to be fair, I'm I'm at a weird stage in my life where like every kid I have that's not black, I just go, it's not mine. <laughs> <laughs> so are are you having more kids? No, I had three. They all came out white, and I just went, not mine. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I did see a photo uh, recently of you and a young man uh, enjoying a beverage on a bench as a, a young girl. I'm assuming was at some sort of class. I forget what type. And uh, uh, he looked that, terrible. That, that was my middle middle son. He's he literally came to me and went, "Dad, I want to be a boy." I went, "Fair enough. You you live your best life." And he went, "Dad, I want an iron brew." I'm, okay, we'll go and get an iron brew. So we drank an iron brew. Now, what is an iron brew? So technically, according to online, it's a mix between cream soda and blackcurrant juice, but it makes up this really aluminous orange substance. That's what I think I'm, I think I'm interested. It's on. Well, to be fair, it's beautiful. Enough for my son to go, Dad. Every other Monday, can we get an iron brew? And I went, Yeah, be lovely. Like I'm, I'm not a huge soda drinker, but my favorite is a Dr Pepper cream soda. So like. This so it, it, in England, a Dr. Pepper cream soda, you have to take out a mortgage and at least three loans to get one of them. Really? Burst. I have like three 12 packs of those here. 
Yeah, you you would be rich here. You would literally be treated to like the best. best that ever. sounds fantastic because I'm unemployed in America. So, uh, <laughs> how about you fly me to to to, to England, right? No, uh, I can't even afford one of them cream sodas. I can't afford to fly you over, let alone get a, one of them fucking cream sodas. I'll bring the cream sodas, okay? There's well, like no, six... I, I've still weighed up the maths. It doesn't work out beneficial there's, for me. There's $6.99 here in America. I'm poor, okay? So I can just use food stamps and buy a whole bunch of them. And I can pack my bag full of it. Oh, shit, no, they don't let you bring beverages on the plane. Mate, they barely let you bring Yourself. biscuit red lobster fucking packages back on the plane. Yeah, your cocaine. Look at how many times you've gotten in trouble for, uh, for not gotten in trouble for cocaine. Actually, I'm surprised. Do you want me to tell the story? Tell the story. So I'm coming. I'm literally. I got, I got through Pittsburgh with this bag, and I get to Chicago. And I get to Chicago, and they're like, "Like, put your shit in the basket and put it through the fucking scanner." So I'm fine. I'm thinking to myself, "Do you know what? I got with you through Pittsburgh. So what's the issue?" So I'm stood at the end, and there's this guy on the uh, x-ray machine. He just goes. And I'm like, shit, I'm in trouble. <laughs> Next thing I know, he's going. And this guy goes. Um, and it just literally goes back through this like bulletproof glass. And my bag just fucks off into the distance. So I'm like, <laughs> and this guy comes to me and goes, um, so we're just going to check your bag. Do you have any reason as to explain why we might be checking your bag? Uh, well, there's literally a red lobster biscuit mix in there that looks like cocaine. And he just went <laughs> one second. <laughs> and he fucks off and he does this little swab thing, puts it in his machine, goes beep, beep, beep turns green it comes back to me and the best response i've ever had in my life and can i give you some advice yeah and he went use a full cup of cheese not half a cup of cheese it makes such a difference <laughs> did it ah, it's still downstairs i haven't used it yet <laughs> I think this was like what a year ago that you got back from yeah, the, a month a month ago a month ago. Okay, well look, um, I don't I don't know how to like keep track of time anymore. But yeah, he literally he literally just leant over this screen and just went, use a full cup of cheese, not half a cup, it'll make such a difference. I literally right, so the worst part was okay, what I left out about the story was halfway through when they pushed my my shit down uh bulletproof glass. They pushed your shit. I couldn't stop laughing. I was literally there. <laughs> <laughs> and this guy that was looking at the fucking x-ray in the first place was just there looking at me like <laughs> what's the stupid coke dealer he literally looked at me like a piece of shit and the second they went nah it's good he just went fuck <laughs> <laughs> he, he was so gutted he was fucking fuming I actually got away with biscuit mix. So what um, you're saying is Paul Blart thought he was getting a promotion and he didn't, and then yeah. he was upset. <laughs> Here's the thing. I mean, that's one way of looking at it. To be fair, he just he literally looked like a solid old dude with a resting bitch face. He was great. Bless him. This is for detaining crackheads, so he thought he had one. And If anyone uh, from uh, Chicago Airport are watching right now, your crackhead is great. 
But they yeah. might not. They might not. But we might get some views from Belgium later. Yeah. Shouts out. We uh we we, we uh, our early podcast episodes. I haven't checked the analytics uh, recently, but uh, our early podcast episodes got a lot of uh, views and downloads, at least through Spotify and and, and that. Uh, on uh, in Belgium, we were very popular in Belgium for a while. Well, uh, so so I don't know if anyone knows this, but does anyone know the country that WWE guys like? I know this from a uh, UK WWE guys, um, but. Is there a country you know that WWE guys go, oh my god, we fucking made it when they see their trending? Can anyone guess the country, shall I say? India. No. Oh. Saudi Arabia. No. England. No. Ireland. No. Mexico. No. I'll tell you if you're hot, if you're in the continent. The, The United States. No. Canada. no right, right. So Josh, you've had many guesses. TJ, um, Brooke, have a guess. Like so the, there is a genuine this is generally true. If WWE guys see their trending in a certain country, they go, fuck it, I made it. China. What is that country? Japan. Japan, no. China? No. Australia? North Korea. No. Huh? North Korea. No. Uh, I mean, hey, if they're, it is they're, Canada. Well, look, if they're trending, so one at a time, one at a time, made it because they have no internet there. Which which one? Sorry, North Korea. If they trend in North Korea, they definitely no. made it because they have no internet no. there. there. There is they generally no a rib that all WWE guys have that if they start trending in the, a certain country, they go, "I fucking made it." It's Belgium. and you have not said it yet. Is it Belgium? Huh? Is it Belgium? Belgium, no. Wales, nope. Look, I don't know of any countries, okay? Mm. I'm American. We don't need, worry about none that. of you have actually even said a single country in the, in the continent. Africa. It is Africa. Kenya. No. Africa as a whole or No, so so no, it is a country in Africa. And it's not Kenya. If they start no. trending in a certain country in Africa, there's a rib where the WWE guys turn around and go, I've made it. It's true. Ghana? Ghana, no. I so this is where we do I'm not even stuff. when someone says come social study class, Grant. Good. Um, I don't. I just Nigeria. happen to know people like Will Ospreay, Wade Barrett. <laughs> Nigeria. It is Nigeria. Oh. It's the number one country with the largest population in Western Africa and Africa as a whole. So um, this is this Africa is actually too. true. So uh, <laughs> British wrestlers actually rib that once they're trending in Nigeria, they've made it. That is actually true. That is awesome. Aiden, I guess Canada already. He said no. He doesn't like <laughs> Canada. What do I know? I'm I'm not a former NWA British Heavyweight Champion at all, so whatever. You know. Where's your title? <laughs> Currently around Kay Jutler's waist. <laughs> <laughs> True story. It's around Kay Jutler's waist. <coughs> Who is the uh, most well-known wrestler you've gotten your ass kicked by? Most Sorry, what was that? What was the question? Most well-known wrestler you've gotten your ass kicked by? 
So do you mean like I've faced or I've been training with or been backstage with? Because they are very different questions. Well, kicked your ass. Who's most well-known so, that kicked your ass? Uh, <laughs> uh, Grado and Noam Dar, Noam Dar technically. Um, we had a great match, but there was a whole thing where I was doing a um, a face turn, basically. And uh, Noam Dar wanted to do this hot potato spot, and I thought, this is great. So literally, he I was going to... I hate my laptop. Brooke had to switch devices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Noam said that too. Um, but Noam Dar literally, he was like, right, we're going to do this hot potato spot where I'm going to grab your foot, and I'm going to throw it to Grado, throw it back to me, throw it to Grado, and then I'm going to throw it to your tag team partner, and then um, Grado will hit you with a neck breaker. I'll do this spin-out fucking thing on your tag partner. And I went, okay, yeah, that sounds good. Um, so we get in the ring. Um, I slide in. Um, I go to kick Gra- uh, Noam Dar. He grabs my foot like planned. He throws my foot to Grado. Grado throws my foot back to Noam Dar. No one turns up. Um, so I'm literally stood there in the middle of the ring, getting my foot tossed between Grado and Noam Dar constantly for about what felt like fucking like three minutes, so probably about 45 seconds. And Grado went, what do we do? And I just went, I can do one or two things kick you in the head or he can hurry up and get the fuck in the ring. <laughs> uh, and my tag team partner, uh, Bunker Roberts jumps in the ring, um, stares at Grado. Grado goes, grab his fucking foot. Obviously the crowd don't hear this. I'm just trying so hard not to laugh and stay in character. And he throws my foot and my tag partner grabs it. Grado hits me with a neck breaker Noam Dar, like the piece of shit he is, was meant to hit, um, what's he meant to do? Like super kick or something. He hits a full-on spin-out heel kick, full-on in this guy's face for not turning up. It was legit. He literally spanned his heel and smacked him in his gob. <laughs> he hit the deck. Me and Grado on the floor, and he went, don't worry, that was nothing to do with you. <laughs> That's a funny story. It, that, that's, the, that's the silliest story I've got. I mean, there, there is one other that's more star-studded, technically. Um, so on backstage, it's a Royal Rumble night. Um, the crowd are like, they've been told they're getting a Royal Rumble. Um, so I'm sat, sat backstage with Drew Galloway, Drew McIntyre. Um, oh, uh, RJ Singh from the Bangra Knights. Uh, if you know your British wrestling, you'll know who that is. Um, Semi-familiar. Yeah, so Noam Dar, uh, Grado wasn't there that night. Uh, so it's Noam Dar, Drew Galloway, RJ Singh, me, um, the London Riots, and and Prince Devitt, so Finn Balor. Um, we're sat literally in this little room, and RJ Knight turns around and goes, I don't know when, when I'm coming out, so I'm going to go and check my number. And we're all like, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, carry on. Oh, RJ Knight. RJ Knight that's, that's from the, the Bangor Knights. That, that's the name I recognise. Uh, sorry, RJ Singh from the Bangor Knights. Yeah, okay. uh, yeah. So uh, he did um, a lot of things for Progress. Progress. He was very big in Progress. Um, but anyway, so he, so he goes up to the Booker in. The, so I need to sort of try and describe this to you. So there's Drew Galloway. There's me, Prince Devitt, the uh, RJ Singh and the uh, London riots. And we're all sat there, and RJ just literally sits up and goes, I don't know where my number is. I need to go and check when I'm coming out. 
And we're all like, yeah, that's fine, no worries. So he fucks off, literally, into this other room. Um, and about, I don't know, like 90 seconds later, he comes back. And I just remember Drew Galloway turning around and going, so what number are you? And he went, I've been in the ring. And everyone went, what? And he went, yeah, 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 yeah. I literally went to the booker and said, when's my number? And he said, like, in about five minutes. So I just walked out and fucking got eliminated. And we all just literally sat there and went, what? <laughs> and literally, so Prince Devitt, fucking um, Finn Balor, just went, you're full of shit. And he went, no, seriously, I've just gone out. I've been eliminated and fucking come back. And literally, as he said that, the um, commentator went, RJ Singh has been eliminated. All of us just burst into laughter. <laughs> he wasn't even meant to go out. He literally he went up to the booker and went, when's my number? Well, you, uh, in about seven minutes' time. He went, cool. Went out, literally walked out the court and got eliminated, come back, and just, yeah, he was just like, yeah, I've been eliminated now. <laughs> <laughs> so fucking it was so funny it was just so weird it was just it, it was one of those i was really young in the uh, at the time as well like in terms of the business and i i for all i knew i was sat there with um the chosen one drew mcintyre i didn't know fucking how big he was going to be later on um and i'm sat there with prince devitt who i knew was a pretty big fucking name in japan and all that with the bullet club club um so i was just like great this is fun rj fox off comes back and we're all just like this is fucking hilarious. And we had the like, the best laugh between us. That moment, I'll never be able to recreate because that was just fucking special. I, I, uh, I, I wish I could have been there to see it uh, because it sounds hilarious. It was just stupid. It was just ab absolutely stupid the whole moment, but it was fucking wonderful. So uh, you uh, <coughs> got to hang with a future you uh, WWE champion before he was WWE champion, huh? Yeah, literally, like um, and a former yeah. Universal champion <coughs> before they were champion. Yeah, I mean, plenty. Like I said, Grado, Noam Dar. Um, so people I used to train with. Was he still was... saying Kafabe then? Yeah, sorry. Was uh, Drew still saying Kafabe then? I have no idea what you're on about, so I don't know. Kayfabe. Uh, he grew up thinking it was pronounced Kafabe. Uh, he did a podcast about uh, it. He never said that to me, so I don't know. So, like, my, my wife thought that was the funniest thing ever going into his Royal Rumble win. Uh, so, like, that's, like, her thing with him is Kafabe. Kafabe. <laughs> no, it was just, it was just a, literally a bun bunch of bants in one fucking area. It was just fucking hilarious. The whole thing was just fucking hilarious. We are being joined below, if you can't notice, uh, from the CD, Captain Dipshit, Captain Dildo Man. He says we shouldn't keep using the Captain Dildo Man because then it's going to be lead to expectations. So I don't know. I guess we're going back to Captain Dildo, uh, Dipshit. <laughs> are you going to say anything? We're <laughs> <laughs> <a> fucking staring. <laughs> and possibly the Twitch <laughs> Uh, it's an inside joke. Uh, he got he got his banned from Twitch uh, a couple weeks back, a temporary ban for literally having a dildo taped to the side of his face. And then, oh. yeah, that too, that too. He did that too. I did, and that was I did that was that. like what hey, was what's the, the oh, time oh. where you are right now? 
for me, it's twelve thirty in the morning. Okay. Uh, half four, half four in the morning for me. Mine's eleven thirty. And it's about what, like one o'clock in the afternoon? Three, no, three o'clock. Did is- you Americans have um, daylight saving this week or something? Yes. yes. Okay. We moved ahead an hour. Yeah, all right. That's why I'm behind an hour this week. My bad. That makes perfect sense. I apologize to our guest Grant for not even being here. You know, it's it's funny because I didn't even think about it when I, uh, uh, hey, this person says, well done. You're you're being congratulated. Keep that up. He might pull pull out that uh, pink phallus and show you what he can do again. Uh, He's always willing to push the envelope. Mm. Do we want to get banned this week? No, because I've been doing the WWE 2K23 streams on there, and I, I kind of don't want to lose that. <laughs> so, like, that's a thing and all. Yeah. <clears throat> B, I, I forgot. I didn't think about daylight savings time. That's a very American thing, I think, for me to think, oh, I had it, so everyone else had to have it. Um, no, no, we have it. It, 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 Yeah, no, we do as well. It, it, it's just all at different times. Yeah. Well, like yeah. that's a, that's a funny thing with it, and uh, I, I catch myself realizing uh, it wasn't actually until I, you know, married my wife or, or started dating my wife uh, that I realized certain things that, as uh, an American, I, uh, you know, born raised in America, like that, uh, I just accept as normal. It's a part of the process. It's just it's it's it. It's how it is. Uh, it's not the same everywhere. Big thing. Uh, did you know in Mexico, when women get married, uh, they don't actually take their husband's last name. Really? Interesting. They just die. No, no, they, 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 well, they take the name, but it's uh, added before their name, but not hyphenated. So, like, uh, let me, let me see if I can, if I can get her to explain this real quick. Babe, come to the doorway and answer questions. <laughs> Preferably, show me your boobs too. Okay, so just I'm him. The be I'm, unacceptable. He showed us. I'm explaining uh, the the uh, way women's last names go in Mexico. Uh, so give me an example. If we were in Mexico and got married, what your full name would be? Okay, Hennessy's. Did you did you hear her, or do I have to repeat? Was that it? even English? <laughs> Was that even English? <laughs> Hennessy's Ofel Rodriguez Sandoval de McLean. You you do know what my name is in Portuguese, don't you? No. Granciago dos Santos Avera Bruno Baceta. Grant just said a whole bunch of weird stuff and he says his name in Portuguese. <laughs> I, I can't repeat it. Granciago uh, Bruno Granciago dos Santos Avera Bruno Baceta. Bruno de Seta? Of Satan. Yeah, so you understand how this works then. I didn't have to explain to you how these last names work. Yeah, I literally just made up some shit and I I get it. Oh, he just made up some shit. (laughs) That makes sense. My man Ed gets me. My man Ed gets me. He gets it. (laughs) But yeah, no, uh, so like that's one of those things that like, and to them it's weird that like they would take just a regular last name. It's like, but he's not your father, which is funny because sometimes they still call you daddy. Um, but uh, yeah. 
Just, oh, oh, fuck. I'm going to tell the story anyway. Uh, there's actually someone in WWE right now that I've seen naked. There's somebody in WWE right now that uh, uh, Matt Applin says he's seen naked too. I'm trying to <laughs> What's that? Was it Otis? Oh. Not for me. I don't know for Applin. I'm just trying to think of fucking Applin's team naked. Dakota um, Kai. Dakota Kai. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dakota Kai. <laughs> okay, okay. So I'll, I'll give 10 points to anyone that can guess who I've sat there and watched get naked in front of me from WWE right now. Who's British? That's a, fair, that's a fair guess to start with. What, was it Drew? Wasn't Drew? No, it wasn't Drew. No, it wasn't Drew. Well, well I, I know you were like like close and good with uh, Harry Smith, so I was trying to think of anyone. Uh, do you know what? Weirdly, he stayed at my house, but I've, I've never seen him naked. <laughs> but, like, was it a guy or a girl? Movie, so. It was a girl. Was it Biggie? Who? Piper Niven. Biggie Lynch. It, was, it was Piper Niven. Oh. <clears throat> <laughs> so, so just just for full story, right? Uh, so, I uh, we're at uh, the third show with a promotion I'm on with um, MBWA, and um, there's like the, one of them old school fucking benches, literally like those school benches that you sit on at the back when you're year your last year of the school, and you're the fucking don, like fucking big brown bench. So I'm sat on that, and um, all of a sudden, so uh, Carmel Jacobs, Kaylee Ray, and Viper, Pippa Niven at the time, walk in and they're like, do you mind if we sit with you? And I'm like, no, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, so they sit down. We start having a conversation. Uh, Piper's got these weird fucking like, um, sorry, if you're watching, I was just not watching, but like they weren't weird. They were just fucking odd, um, fluffy boots. And she took these fluffy boots off um, and she went, do you mind if I get changed? I went, no, obviously not. So like, cool. So I've met Kaylee Ray and Carmel Jacobs before. They're just like, Grant, just fucking deal with it. Viper's just there, like, literally just fucking strips in front of me. And I'm like... <laughs> cool, cool. Literally the whole time, uh, Kaylee Ray's just going, how you been, Grant? You been all right? You fine? Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm great. Yeah, what's going on? I'm like, naked. Great. Um, fantastic. Um, and she literally just strips off into her gear, goes off. And <laughs> I just remember her going, oh, I've got a match now. She fucks off, goes and does her match. And I'm just like, I need to watch this woman. And I didn't know why I needed to watch this woman. And I watch her do her match. And I'm just like, she's fucking good. She's good. And my friend, the, the booker of the show, Chris, comes up to me and goes, um, do you have a little crush on um, Viper? And I was like, yeah, I think I do. I've seen her naked, and she's she can fucking wrestle. I think I'm in love. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and then she turns up as Drew Drop, and I'm like, I mean, well, she she was she was Piper Niven before she was Drew Drop. No, but when she came out as Drew Drop, I was gutted, really gutted. Like and they brought her back, and they finally dropped the name now. Well, they have now. She's Piper Niven, and that's fine. But I remember her as Viper when she was Viper. She was vicious. She was literally like fucking. Um, her like her in-ring actions were fucking like a Viper. She was fucking a biter. She was fucking pounding away. She was great. 
So was Love it the fact she's great, honestly. Like, was it the fact that she was a a, a biter that turned you on, or? <laughs> No, I just loved her in-ring style. Like, she was very... Uh, she she knew her way, and she used it to her advantage, and she used it towards the crowd. And I, do you know what? Yeah, I admired that. So, so were, were you sitting there? From watching uh, NXT UK, she was supposedly like, taught by Malachi or something? Or is it that who taught her to wrestle? She could wrestle before that. What the fuck? No, the I girl had talent. Dude... Uh, I'm not. I'm not being funny. She used to wrestle up north with like the fucking um, the Scottish crowd. So she was with the likes of, let's say, Kaylee Ray, Carmel Jacobs, uh, T Bone, um, Noam Dar, Grado. Um, was it Williams? Uh, there was a big crowd of them up north at the time. Um, they were great wrestlers, fantastic wrestlers, and um, Piper was just. She was I just great. Some of those Viper matches. I didn't even have to look on YouTube the one I get the champs. You probably, and to be fair, I, I'm pretty sure there is actually uh, the the show that I'm at. Her match there, I'll send it to you guys. Not an issue. Um, the the same the night one? that she literally stripped off in front of me. Okay, so this is thank when you're staring you. at her and, and be like, "Damn, I'd love to have her biting on my." Uh, and then you know, we'll just cut it off there. So that is this that's the same yeah. match that, that happened in. It was, and uh, well, I, 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 I literally watched her move, and I was like, "Do you know what?" For this, what it that was the first time I ever saw her. Literally that that show. Um, I, like okay, I think Kate, me and Kaylee Ray, we knew each other. Um, Carmel Jacobs, we knew each other. It was just like, "How are you doing?" Yeah, cool, great. Um, Viper turns up. She's like this bigger woman. She's like, "How are you? You okay? Do you mind if we're getting changed in front of you?" Gets changed. Um, I then watched her match, and I was like, "Fuck me, this woman can move." Like, I was fucking gobsmacked. She was great. Honestly, like, fucking, I can't speak the world enough about her. She she was really humble as a person. She could wrestle. And this was before her WWE days. She fucking got some stuff behind her, I tell you. So, do you by chance also have a video of the pre-match stuff? Or... <laughs> no. <laughs> oh. I was That's already on that. OnlyFans. You have to pay for that. <laughs> No, no, she doesn't have one. I know. I know the ones that do and don't. She doesn't. I do. Her. But anyway. Oh. 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 No, that's not true, by the way. Um, I don't. I don't. Oh. Well, I, I was going to add you to my, my wrestler collection with uh, <laughs> uh, Jessica Havoc and Ellie Sin and uh, all them. But no, she's uh, she was a one, honestly, like, wonderful person. One of the most genuine people I ever met was um, Pippa Niven. So... I, I I had only semi heard of her as Viper. Um, I, I play a lot of uh, booking simulator games, stuff like uh, EWR, uh, Total Extreme Warfare, stuff like that. And uh, especially when you get a lot of like the real world mods, there are people who are very in depth with people from all like people I've never even heard of. And they're even almost difficult and impossible to find through Google, like local wrestlers in certain area. Like that people get really in depth and putting this stuff in there. Uh, like whoever is doing this puts a lot of research and I've tried building databases and I get bored an hour in and still only like six wrestlers. So like whoever does these things, like hats off, pants off, jack off, whatever to them. Right. So, and, uh, I, I'm probably, I'm probably going to get slapped for this. Um, do you guys know El Ligero? I've heard the name. 
Yeah. Uh, Mike, are you familiar with El Ligero? Brooke, are you familiar with El Ligero? No, I, I'm sorry. Okay. Frank, I'm sorry. He was on NXT UK. Uh, he's actually quite a big name in the UK. Um, so I've done a couple of shows with uh, El Ligero. And, um, he's got the horns, right? Yeah, yeah, that's him. Yeah, yeah, he's got the fucking... So he's got, British, oh my God, British like a hundred different horns. fucking um, costumes for the horns. He's fucking brilliant. Um, he really invested in him. He was in the. He had he had a brief card on one of the, the seasons uh, for a super card. I remember the horns and the British flag and. Yeah, that that's him. Yeah, yeah. He was in the same um, tier as that one Flash Morgan card that I was really. Flash, oh, Flash Morgan. That's another story. <laughs> for another but anyway, Ligero. We'll go with Ligero first. I think, um, I think I want to hear the Flash story by the look on your face. That's the one we want. That's where the juice is. That's where the meat is. I we'll, mean, we'll I got video that. We'll from get the that. Piper story, but that's another story. So, so anyway, El Um, So I'm told El is coming to this show. I'm really excited because I fucking looked online. I watched some El matches. I'm like, oh, this guy's fucking great. Um, so I'm backstage at the show, and uh, these people walk past me, and they're like, hello, you're right. Yeah. So the, the courtesy backstage is you shake hands uh, with everyone you meet. You go around, if anyone who comes, you shake hands with them, you say hello, you tell them your name, uh, whether it's in character or not. You're Gabriel and, uh, Slade, aren't you? Huh? Quick uh, segue to go into future content on this channel. Playing the, the W2K23 My Rise during your debut, you meet a veteran wrestler, fake character, Gabriel Slade, and the first thing he tells you is to shake everyone's hand and introduce yourself. I thought it was that, a Dolph Ziggler That is joke. legit. That is, that's truth, though. I you, thought that was a Dolph Ziggler not, joke. No, if, if, if you're backstage at an indie show and you don't fucking go around shaking everyone's hand, if you walk in as a wrestler and you don't introduce yourself, everyone else will look at you like a piece of shit. You will be that, fucking like abolished because of that. That just seems like basic player. respect, though. My, my okay. Yeah, it's basic way. respect. That's basically yeah. what it is. Doesn't, yeah, ma doesn't matter if you're a fucking a green rookie, a straub, I, or the fucking the best WWE character going. I doesn't matter. Granny tell you the truth there because when I went to an indie show for interview spots and stuff, I used to do for my podcasting for my insiders. So the some of the some of the new guys coming into promotion do the shake around thing, and it, like I me, mean, I do, I don't compete. I'm more doing the interview spots. So it's true what he's saying, and it's kind of fun. <laughs> so literally, the the. the, the the, the first thing you're taught is you wipe your feet before you get in the ring and you shake everyone's hand. Simple as that. Two things you're taught. You you respect the ring, you respect the wrestlers. That's what you're taught from the get-go, literally. Um, and it, it follows through. It just does. That is a nice time. I am going to let you finish your story. But before, another reference to here, that's... Uh actually plays a huge part in the my rise story for the lock uh because the character gets accused of not uh essentially caring about anybody else but himself so it comes off like a dick and the first thing he's told that you never actually see him do is introduce himself to people and shake his uh, shake people's hands yeah um and you know you're an indie guy coming into wwe yeah and getting uh, and not wanting to do the wwe process and like that that's just one of those things. I like the niche aspect of that with oh, extra wait. context now wait, for this what, game um, I've been playing. 
Like what Dolph used to do when Dolph Ziggler first started becoming Dolph. Remember he keeps saying hi, my name is Hi, Dolph I'm Dolph Ziggler. Ziggler. To, that, to that's what I thought it was a joke about. But Grant telling me uh telling us this here really puts that into a totally different perspective. Something that like yeah, like uh CD here mentioned just seems like common courtesy, like you're just being respectful, but like not something that would click in my head until you're mentioning it and having seen it on a video game. So it was just like a nice little cool thing uh there that you just helped WWE 2K23 my rise look that much more legitimate. Back to your story. It's true, it's fucking true. Just for the um, record, I might use you in a commercial spot. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, all right, so, Legaro, um, I'm told Legaro's coming to a show. I'm a big fan of Legaro, uh, massive fan. Um, so, this really small guy, bold headed small guy, walks past me and goes, How you doing? You're right. Like, yeah, not too bad, mate. How are you? Yeah, yeah, I'm Simon. Lovely to meet you, mate. I'm Grant. Walks past me. And, um, the booker goes, um, have you met Legero yet? It's like, he's not here. I mean, you just shook hands with him. <laughs> <laughs> so I, walk back, I literally walk back to this guy and I'm like, how you doing, Simon? You're right. It's like, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, so how you been? You're right. Like, where have you been lately? He's like, oh, so uh, Preston Championship Wrestling, uh, wrestling Carlito, fucking Chris Masters. I'm like, you're El Lugero. And he's like, yeah. I'm like, who the fuck's Simon then? It's like, me. I'm like, you're not Mexican. Uh, yeah, I know. And that was literally, <laughs> oh, you know, it was the most embarrassing moment of my life. Oh, yeah. um, we had such a laugh, though, because of it. Um, <laughs> I won't give his last name away. I do. I, I remember his last name like it was my, like, fucking engraved into my mind. Uh, but Simon was fantastic, honestly. Uh, he took it on chin. Um He's such a good guy. He's not Mexican. <laughs> I, I, was, I was devastated. <laughs> huh? Sorry? Simon Musk. You said that, not me. Fantastic. Yes. Well, it's on the internet. If it's on the internet, that's fine. I, at the same time, I don't want to fucking give shit away, but yeah. It, it, it's on his Wikipedia page. Fantastic. I don't know that, but if that's if that's what the internet says, then fair enough. <laughs> and he was born January 7th, 1985 In Leeds <laughs> He's better known under his in-ring persona of masked Mexican luchador El Aguero, or simply Laguero. He is most known for his time in WWE on He's NXT fucking York. He's from Yorkshire Simon, Simon James Musk Yes, okay, yeah Simon James Musk is El Laguero. And the first time I met him, I just went Lovely bloke. Where's Oleg? Though I will thank you because we tricked you into giving us some information that was not on Wikipedia. They just say he was born in London, uh, in England, in the UK, and you told us Leeds, uh, in Yorkshire. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look at that. Look at that. We tricked you into giving information about a fellow. See you, fuck. <laughs> So we now know Simon James Musk, born January 7th, 1985, is from Yorkshire, Leeds, whatever that is. I don't know because I'm from, I'm from America. I don't know if he's from Leeds. I know he lived in Leeds. He's, from, he's definitely from Yorkshire, though, because we used to have a lot of bants. Because I'm from a place called Lancashire. Um, so Lancashire and Yorkshire are like bitter enemies. Um, literally, there's something called the War of the Roses. And we used, me and Simon used to have a, a long fucking <laughs> bit of bants about it. 
Um, so I'm the Red Rose of York, of Lancashire. He's the White Rose of Yorkshire. And there used to be this whole thing where we would take the piss out of each other left, right, and center. So but that's how neither of you are the oh, so of Sussex. Like, like Auburn and Crimson, basically. <laughs> Uh, I had Sussex. That's a very different thing, but that's great. Oh, I just <laughs> said neither of you are the swords of Sussex. Let's make a joke. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> so we both hate Sussex. We'd come together as a tag team against Sussex. <laughs> uh, ooh. Ooh. But there you Sorry, go. I, it, it might be my uh, uh, buff-up stuff uh, hitting and me thinking randomly. But I could make a fun name from where I'm from. I could be the reigner of Rome because I'm from Rome. Okay. Those are words. Sure. You know, like Roman reign. I could make a fun thing. Okay, look. No, I, I, like, I like that. Let, let's get, let's do this for everyone because only because um, at one point in my career, I was really confused about where I wanted to go. And um, a guy... A guy, a guy called JD Knight, not J, JD Drake, completely different person. JD Knight, a great wrestler. Go and check him out. Uh, he went, to me, well, where are you from? And I went, I'm from Wigan. And he went, well, you're a big guy. I was like, right. Well, you're the big one from Wigan. I was like, yeah, <laughs> that worked. <laughs> no, but oh, and to be fair, for two shows, we used that. And went, yeah, it's the unfiltered, the big one from Wigan. <laughs> <laughs> So we did this whole thing. It was like he was from Leicester, I was from Wigan, and we did this whole fucking territorial thing. It worked, but it was fucking stupid. It only lasted two shows, like I said. But uh, you, so we, we can do that for everyone. So I was originally from Wigan, and I was called the Bigham from Wigan. So Josh, where are you originally from? Do you say Rome? Rome. So the gnome from Rome, great. Oh, from Rome. <laughs> The gnome wait, wait, wait. From Rome. You know, I, I'd rather I'd rather take the bald route. Can, can can I be the dome from Rome? Dome. Oh, we can do the dome from Rome. Yeah. <laughs> so we got the dome from Rome, the big one from Wigan. Um, TJ, okay. where are you from? Where are you from? Uh, originally or currently? Uh, depends which one's funnier. Originally, let's go originally. Uh, mm, originally, I... don't make shit up. Don't just go um New York. No. I originally grew up in an area called Mount Sterling. Perling from Mount Sterling? Yeah, that's where I was originally grew up. Now um <laughs> I'm in the middle of nowhere known as Alishawa. Huh? Alishawa. <laughs> Alishawa. <laughs> yeah. What? So you're doing a fucking Chinese gimmick, the Konichiwa from Halishua. Oh Fantastic. <laughs> Konichiwa is Japanese. It's Japanese, and we're going to get racist about it. Wow. So we're now wow. going to say it's Chinese. I just want to point just, out, folks. just to piss everyone off. He's going to be a hill. He's going to say, I'm Chinese, Konichiwa from Hichiwa. You know, you know no, it's Japanese, and they're going to boo him. It's fantastic. You know, it's there's funny. also the geisha I, from Halisha. When I was in back when I was in high school, everyone thought it. <laughs> what was that? Sorry? The, the vacation from Alicia. When I was in when I was in high school, people actually thought I was Asian. He does have weird eyes. I do. Oh, you can't say that. I forgot to say. I should probably not say he looks like he has a fan face. 
A what face? A pan face. It, it was a derogatory term used at one point in time for. Oh, uh, so, so he looks pansexual, but he's just straight. Yeah, sure, we'll go with that. But it was yeah, actually yeah, yeah. about Japanese people. Uh, but uh, I learned it from another e fighter way back in the day. Well, it wasn't me. No, no, I learned other words from you. No, no. <laughs> it's a word that CD's been hoping someone would randomly drop on. Uh, oh, God, I want it so badly. For a long time. <laughs> no one will say it. I just want to hear it once. Fine, I'll say it. Thomas like... Austin. There, it's been said. <laughs> but he's white. No, he's not. He's very white. <laughs> no, he's not. I, I think he's I think he's looking more for like the Lorraine Carter. Fine, I'll say it. Rapper. Were you, were you not fired from a job once because of a certain word? Um, had your life sort of spiral for a minute or two, and it's just one word. Six letters starts with an N. It's a describing word. Is it a noun or a pronoun? I don't know the difference, but I think you should know the difference, and I think you should say the word right now, Grant. Bossa. Okay. Ah, <laughs> oh. uh, it um. Uh... So uh, moving from there, that's the best you're getting from me, CD. Fair <laughs> <play>. <laughs> well, I want to say one on the Thank subject of the, of the weird. I, I know you're all waiting for Matt minutes ago to know what he's talked about. Fucking Finn Balor. He's talked about fucking Drew Galloway, and now we got him saying the M word. That piece of shit. Let's get this on the Matt Minnick show. No, fuck you all. <laughs> Wait, what I man? know your game. <laughs> What, 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 Matt what, Matt Matt? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Matt Minnick's got a show now with fucking oh god, what's the name? Uh, Anderson, Mr. Anderson. Yeah, Mr. Anderson. Matt, everyone has a show now. Even dipshits like us. This is getting beyond a joke. <laughs> well, no, no, legit. Like Matt Minnick actually has a show with oh, oh, wait, wait, <laughs> that he does with Mr. Well, Mr. Kennedy, Mr. Anderson. Yeah, well, Can legitimately like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they're, they're actually oh, legit shit. friends. Good for him. Jeez, I don't I think check I that ever out. heard it from Matt. Matt's brought up on his TikTok. Like, dude, I was kind of jealous because Mr. Anderson or aka Mr. Kennedy was one of the first wrestlers I ever saw on WWE when I first started watching the main show at the time. He was feuding with William Regal, and I was like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> You're talking to one of my favorite wrestlers. William Regal? William Regal and uh, Mr. Anderson. Well, William Regal is in my top five. He's a great... To be fair, I wish I got literally even just a single pointer from William Regal. I would have taken that with every stride in my fucking wrestling career. I, I, really I would was. be happy with a handshake and not even an introduction. <laughs> Does he even Dad, need if you if, it, if you were there with talking to Regal during your career, I would be jealous and like how, I, honestly. how is he like as a person, like 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 his training palace, like what he does for booking, his ideas, like ah, he's up there to people I want to meet. Especially I just, want to meet Raven is one of the people I want to meet, Tommy Dreamer, I want to meet um I've met Tommy Dreamer. Oh, I've met Raven. <laughs> and I hate to 
Big White, and he keeps showing us Raven photos during the High Society chat one time ago. I'm like, dang it, Nick. The weird thing between me and Nick White is we were actually trained by the same person, and he's in the States, I'm in the UK. <laughs> and that was a guy by the name of Dave Cash, Kid Cash. Um, we were both trained by him. Um, one of the most brutal fucking trainers I've ever had. Um, he would not let me step foot in a single ring until I'd done 500 press-ups, 500 sit-ups, 500 squats. He said, once you've done them, you can get my ring. Did he make you get the ring right afterwards? I'm a, I'm a fucking fat shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't do 500 anything. Uh, but he made me believe that it was all in my head. And he got 500 each out of me. He did. Simple as that. And then he said, now you get... Huh? In one sitting? Uh, no, technically not. <laughs> uh, in, within what it wouldn't like, it was one session in terms of he wouldn't let me get in the ring until I'd done it. I didn't do just 500 squats and then 500 squat uh, sit ups and then 500 press ups. That didn't happen. Uh, he, we did 50 of each and he wouldn't let us move on until everyone had done 50 of the other one. Um, so we did 10 sets of 50 and he went right. The last person, we're waiting on you. We're waiting on you. We're waiting on you. So I constantly, the whole time, didn't want to be the last person. There was people literally leaving to throw up. They, they literally got up and walked out. By the time we actually, was the moment we had to get in the ring, out of, oh God, how many were there? There was 18 of us. Um, six of us were left at the end. The rest of them had left and thrown up. Wow. Did any of them throw up and come back? How, how many did you say there were? To be and they tried to, but Kid Cash said, fuck off. Oh. <laughs> I thought that would show some sort of grit or something. Apparently not. They did. No, no, to be fair, there was one guy that threw up, came back and went, look, let me make up time. And Kid Cash said, that's fine. And he took about, oh, fuck me. Um, so much time to do three press-ups. And Kid Cash went, no, you're done. Fuck off. If you weren't keeping up, he just went, you're done. Don't get in my ring. He was, he was hardcore, man. Fucking, he's pr he was training in Japan. For seeing his, I remember, he used to be in ECW, right? Yeah, he was in ECW. Yeah. He, was, he also told us the stories about the pit, pit bulls in WWE. Vince McMahon literally walked up to him and Jamie Noble and went, um, you're going to be the pit bulls. And they were like, yeah, fine, that's fine. So they went out and did the, they were the pit bulls. And then they got backstage one night and Vince McMahon said, Right, Jamie, I want you to sniff Kid Cash's ass. And Kid Cash went, you can fuck off. <laughs> well, didn't they already have the Pitbulls at ECW at the time, though? Uh, I don't know. I, 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 if, if they did, I don't know. I don't know the full story. Uh, I just know what Cash told me. And he was like, Vince literally came up to him and Jamie Noble and went, right, Jamie, I want you to sniff Kid Cash's ass. Live on TV. Like, was it like and and Cash just went no, <laughs> I'm not having my ass sniffed on TV. Like dogs, I get it. They were the pit bulls. They were meant to be dogs, and he literally Vince wanted them to come out and sniff each other's asses on the Titantron. Simple as that. And uh, Cash turned around and went, "Fuck off!" And they and that guy's Cash, had some fucked up ideas, man. Jesus Christ. And Cash turned around and took his note of leave for for that. Oof. So, what was the story that uh, Kiwi was hoping to get out of you that wasn't Allegaro? Flash Gordon. Flash Gordon. 
God, I've got so many stories. Um, Does this involve using the N-word and that's why you're pretending you don't remember it? No, but we'll, we'll keep me and Lashley out of this. Um, <laughs> you don't want to be the line in this situation? I, ne- I never met Lashley. I never met Lashley. I'm um, going to cut out that one little bit and send it to him on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> and then just watch him go, I remember him. He didn't. <laughs> he don't. <laughs> Fuck you on a phone. <laughs> I can't remember what we were going on about. So, I mean, like I said, there's, there's several stories, but yeah. Flash Morgan Webster, right? Oh, more, fucking hell, Morgan Webster. What? Okay, so, <laughs> so I'm, uh, we're running a show. We're about to do the uh, Derek Smith show, so Harry Smith, uh, British Bulldog son, and um, I've got most of fuck are they called? Um, oh God! Um, so was Flash Morgan Webster, and I can't remember his name. Um, Japanese promotions, uh, not E1. Um, not New Japan. Ho, 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 sorry, it was Ho Ho Lun. That was it. Ho Ho Lun. Um, so I've got Ho Ho Lun and Flash Morgan Webster messaging me, literally going, Um, can we get on the show? Um, so the original thing was that uh, I said to the book, I said, Well, can, can we get Ho Ho Lun on the show? And we're like, Yeah, yeah, sure, that's fine. So I said to her, uh, Lun, I was like, so literally, he got my number. I'm not even sure to this day who the fuck he got my phone number from. Um, he was just like, "Oh, me got it from someone." I was like, "Fantastic for you." Um, but yeah, I said we're getting on this show, and he was like, "Oh no, sorry, I, I'm in London at that that show." So I was like, "Okay, no worries, mate." Um, so we're chatting for a little bit, and then um, he's like, "Okay, so can we book in for another show?" Oh, yeah, yeah, that's fine. Um, um so he messaged me about three weeks before another show we had and he was like oh grant you okay how are you how's family like we've never talked about family like why is that a thing um and he goes oh me get on show and i'm like okay yeah yeah so we got a show coming up on the 27th uh, are you available nah sorry me and wales okay we'll try next show i'm like all right fine um so i messaged him before we had the third show and i went oh Hello, mate. You're all right. Um, if you're available this day, we're we're available too. He's like, oh no, sorry, me back in Japan. I was like, well, I'm not fucking texting you again. Um, that's going to cost me a fucking bomb. Um, so, but like, for a short period of time, me and Ho Ho were like fucking chatting along because he was he was trying to get on the show. So he was like really trying to butter me up, and I could tell he was doing that. He thought I was like generally the booker, and I could, I could literally understood that, and I was like, oh, mate, mate, I'm not. But cool, yeah. My family's good. How's your family? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My daughter's good. My sister's good. And I'm like, I don't know who your daughter and sister are, but fantastic. I'm glad that they're okay. Um, it was really weird. And then Flash Morgan Webster, um, off the back of that, sent me a promo video, and it was awesome. Oh my god! Like he said, he sent me this video, and he went, "Oh, by the way, I know you got a couple of shows coming up. Uh, here's my work. Tell me what you think. Um, I'll come and wrestle for you." And I watched this video. I was like, oh my God, Chris, we need to get this guy on the fucking show. Um, he's actually fucking unreal. Um, so I tried to book him. He was booked, unfortunately, in Swindon. I tried to book him for another show. He was booked down in London. It was really unfortunate. And then he messaged me going, oh, I've just done this promo for a show. Can you tell me what you think? So I went, 
Yeah, no worries. So he sent me this promo, and it was a typical British wrestling promo. Um, he was stood on a bridge, and he was just going, yeah, on April 4th, I'm going to come out, and I don't care who you are, I'm going to fuck you up. And I was like, and at this point, so I'm probably, probably about 12 years in Tweefed at this point. Um, I said to him, dude, you, just, you don't sound believable at all. Like, the way you're talking, you just sound like you're just saying stuff. There's nothing to it. And he was like, well, what can I do that would make me better? And I went, well, you, you just need to sound more believable. Stop trying to sound scripted. Literally just go and do your shit. Be you turned up by 10. He's like, okay, yeah, I'll go and do that. So I, I then saw a promo of him. It was in like a corridor at a wrestling show. And it was a little bit better. It was very much like, so on December 17th, I'm, and Brooke did that, and he was really gutted, and he was trying to cut his promo, and Brooke sneezed, and he was fucking fuming. He just fucking spent the whole day just cussing out Brooke. He was gutted about the whole thing. <laughs> and then she laughed like that, and that, then he was even more gutted. He was fuming. Morgan Webster was fuming. Um, but no, so he, he cuts his promo in a corridor, and he's like, what can I do better? I was like, you need to get really fucking into you need f Who's your character? What is your character? What's your gimmick? Now, who are you? Now, crank the two up by 10 and match them side by side. And then he came up with a fairly decent promo after that. And I was just like, I can't help you. <laughs> I can't do you any better than what I've told you to do. Um, and that, that was that was the weird experience I had with Morgan Webster. He was actually getting promo advice from me. And... He did get better, but it wasn't quite what I thought he could do for his calibre. And even to this day, um, his, his attires have been brilliant. Um, his wordplay has been brilliant, but his promo delivery has been off point, if I'm being honest. And he knows I feel about that because that's the last time we talked. Perhaps the issue is you didn't suggest that he turn Oscar Schindler into a heel. <laughs> Could you imagine? Oh, by the way, mate, uh, just you know, Oscar Schingler, the guy that saved uh, like millions of Jews, make him a fucking cunt. <laughs> Do that, and that'll fucking boost your wrestling career. To be fair, let's be honest, he's done well since me, <laughs> so I'm not going to fucking grumble. <laughs> this is true. There you go. But I had no fucking idea who that dude was until he came across the WWE Supercard card. Wow, because I had been on like. I I played was playing that for uh, like a mobile distraction game, and uh, but I wasn't really watching anything. And uh, I, yes, there was quite a few interesting uh, um, attires. Like he he, he looked yeah cool. no, no, no he's fucking he's he's got some great attires. He's actually a really fucking talented wrestler. Unfortunately, and I would happily say this to his face, you know, he, he just doesn't have that. <laughs> he doesn't have that character. He doesn't have that character. To match everything else that he's got, all the skills he's got is is great. He just doesn't have that character to match it. That's that's the unfortunateness of it. Foxifer wants to know if you suggested he have a naked gimmick. Do it. I I, I think he meant Flash Morgan because Flash. No no no! I want a Foxifer naked gimmick. <laughs> naked Fox. <laughs> Love the naked Fox. Double gear spinoff. 
so, so yeah, that, that was my experience with Ho Ho Lung constantly texting me every weekend. It was really weird. And uh, yeah, uh, Flash Morgan as well. You know, he was, like I say, he was fucking sound dude. But yeah, no, he, he went and did his own thing and he did better than me. So I can't grumble. Except, you know, to talk about how horribly is it cutting promos. You heard I, it here first, folks. Flash Morgan Webster uh, is horrible at cutting promos per the unfiltered. Who has seen Viper, aka Piper Niven, aka Dewdrops, Dewdrops, and got hard? <laughs> oh, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! I never said I got hard. Yeah, but you didn't say you didn't either. You're right. You're damn you did right. Say, you did say she was biting, and you were like, "Whoa, I think I'm in love." So, I mean, you. When she was in the ring, she didn't see the hard on. The second she got backstage, it was gone. It was fine. No, no don't worry about that. Look. <laughs> <laughs> and that's about we seen to Piper on Twitter. Now, you also mentioned being a big guy, and you talked earlier about big guys uh, needing more weight for the pushing. So, like, is it he did she didn't see the hard on because you know you're a big guy and there's a lot of pushing needing done, or was it because uh, you know, you uh, you were too embarrassed that she'd see it on the way back, or uh, you know, I was way too embarrassed, fuck that. Right. So, okay, so I'm I'm probably oh, how old I'm think how old was it and handle the business. What was that? Did you sniff Dave Cash's ass and handle the business? <laughs> no. <laughs> So, um, so you just oh god no it, it was just a weird experience right so i'm just literally this young lad young wrestler sat on this fucking bench and there come to be fair uh, to me three fucking hot girls you got viper you've got kaylee ray you got fucking carmel jacobs i'm just there like um and I'm sat there on my own. I'm literally sat on this bench because everyone else is fucked off around the corner. They think they've got nowhere else to go, so they come and sit by me. Kaylee and fucking Carmel know me, so they're like, hey, hey, Grant, you are all right? How you doing? Yeah I'm, yeah, I'm good, thank you. I'm just literally... Pro I'm sat there in this fucking Lycra. Uh, it was just, oh, mate, it was just such a weird experience. But that's that's what happens in wrestling. That's literally what... In, in the indies, there, there's, there isn't... Unless you go to certain arenas and um, layouts... There's no split between female and male locker rooms. In the indies, most of it is just like fucking, you just get changed in front of each other and it's cool. Um, you just trust who's around you. You just do. Fuck, come on, Fox. God damn. Well, we were so listening to Fox, if, uh, Cody Bentley, they're just backstage. They're there chilling, enjoying themselves, sat on a fucking old school bench. And then there comes fucking Fiona and um, Brooks, and they're just there getting unchanged in front of them. They just got to accept it. That's how the Indies work, you know. I'm not. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. <laughs> if you go to a certain places, that there's no fucking split between male and female locker rooms. You just know that okay, this is where I get changed. Fuck it. That's how it works. I've heard, I've seen some of that too. Uh, like I, I attended the, I've, I have attended a lot of the local indie shows that come here. Um, there, there's a couple uh, like very, uh, like uh, territorial, uh, uh, small companies. Uh, their 2CW uh, closed down a few years ago, but they, like they were here frequently and in the general vicinity. And, you know, it was one of those, uh, even the fans were very, very like, kind of like the same people. Um, I actually had a nickname. Uh, as an audience member 
that even the two CW guys knew me as, and that was Cheap Bray Wyatt. um uh, and this is this like years years ago uh in one of these shows uh tommy dreamer took my cup and spit it at uh uh, their world (laughs) champion at the time um kevin steen hugged me in the middle of a match um and then got kicked off of me um aj styles kenny omega they were at some of these shows um we had Tajiri, uh, Spike Dudley, uh, a whole mix. Dudley Boys did some of their shows. Uh, one of the last shows they did, well, not them anymore. It's it's the new, it's the local company that they kind of took over since they uh, they closed down. Did he throw? I uh, had, uh, fuck, I can't think of his name now to oh, save my go. life. Um, oh, well. Um, but yeah, like, uh, they do like, where they can and not everyone there where they're their shows they have like full-on locker rooms or so yeah they, they take what spot they have and they have to just change some of them come already uh, prepared but oh, that was a tangent. so yeah so uh there, there 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 is one person on the indies technically uh that i have Disrespected to his face. I I've got a feeling that you guys will fucking hate me for doing this. Um, but I was I was in a place called um, Leighton Buzzard in the United Kingdom, and um, we were training together. And I couldn't help myself uh, because I'd been bitching for months um, to the booker about like why did why do fucking high flying guys do this? Why the fuck do they do this? I swear um, to God, if you say the name, I think you're going to say Willow. Well, let's, let's get to it. Um, so I had a really big issue with um, high-fly guys doing oh high-fly stuff, high-fly stuff with big pauses. So like five guys standing there for 30 seconds waiting for the guy to jump on them. I had a big issue with that. Um, that was my biggest issue. Um, and and the uh, was always that like they would be directly staring at the spot. Like obviously for like, the reason of like catching the guy, making sure they know when the spot happens, but like I'll just stand there, like, oh yeah, they're just literally staring out, they're hugging each other, they're fucking tickling yeah. each other's bollocks. It was fantastic, spot. Of course, do- of course it was. Yeah, and fucking kick, 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 um, and there was one person in particular I knew that I was going to meet that was very infamous for this spot. And, Don't you um, fucking say it! Don't you fucking say it! It's well, it's well. Also, so I get playing buzzard. Um, I'm chatting with this guy, and I was like, dude, like, can we just have a chat? Like, I grew up on uh, Shinya Hashimoto, um, really fucking big, meaty guys, beating meaty guys, uh, realistic wrestling. Um, like, how the fuck do you go into a show and go into a spot where the guys you're about to jump on just stare there for 30 minutes? And he said to, he said to me that that's not actually what is meant to happen. Uh, we talk about it beforehand. There's trigger movements and hand signals and they're meant to get in spot and then I'll do the spot and then they don't. Um, and I said to him, well, why does it happen every time it's you? And he went, I don't fucking know. The guy is Will Osprey. You motherfucker. <laughs> get off the podcast. <laughs> Fuck off. Go back to England. You suck. Fuck you, Jock Grant. Fuck you, Grant. He's <laughs> <laughs> my, my favourite wrestler on the face of the planet. You can suck my white nutsack. <laughs> 
twice me and Will, Will have spoke about this um, and he laughs about it because I go to him well, why would you not just fucking just ignore them and then just go down and beat them up just to watch what their reaction if, if they're that shit at timing themselves why would you give them the energy to actually enhance them by jumping on them when they make you look stupid or just and like gently like, like hop off the rope and just stare directly at them like what? I was just getting okay, off the fucking Okay, so, so, so the spot is actually... It's not like problem, top. though. He's performing his spot perfectly. It's the other people that are fucking up the timing. It's got nothing to do with well, us, I, I completely agree. Completely agree with that statement. It's not him. His timing's on point. Their timing's off. But when he stood on the balcony... So I watched, a, I watched a spot where he was stood on a balcony, and um, he was climbing up to the balcony... And the three guys on the floor started to get up, obviously way too early. Um, and they just started, they stood there for about I don't know, like 40 seconds. 40 seconds is long. Like fucking yeah, a, a long, long period time. of time. Yeah. Oh, damn and they're there just stood up, hugging each other, looking up, going, oh my, oh my God, he's going to fucking jump on us. Oh my God, he's going to fucking jump. And poor Will's got to go up the fucking steps, stand on this balcony and look down at him like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to jump on you. And they just go, oh, don't do that. And they just go, oh, man, Al. <laughs> just fucking jumped on them. And it, the spot looks great. But I was like to him, dude, like, is there ever a point where you say to them, you fucking morons? Like, why was you there that early? And he, and to be fair, his response was, I didn't know they were there that early. Uh, most of the times when he does his spots, um, he's focusing on what he's doing and climbing up to his spot, and he knows that they know what the triggers are. So it's really unfortunate for Will because um, he ends up in this really horrible scenario where the people are fucking him over. Um, he will he will do what he needs to do, and they will just go way early, really eager, and boost themselves up into this spot way too early. And it just makes him look fucking... And I said this to his face, fucking stupid. Um, and he went, I know, I know. But it's them, not me. I try and tell people, just fucking do... And then when I watch his Japan stuff, and he said to me, go and watch, like, fucking this show. That timing is impeccable. And I watch these fucking Japanese wrestlers, and he literally... They don't even get into position until, like, half a second. Half a second till he's about to jump. I'm like, that's believable. I said, that's fucking wonderful. But unfortunately, what everyone keeps postering around fucking social media is these spots where they're going... Is he going to jump yet? I need to hit the armpit. Oh, um, oh, she's lovely. She's wonderful. Oh, shit, he's on us. He fucking winds me up. And I've had that world, I've had that that conversation twice with Wallace, right? It's, it's almost like if only those people would take some initiative and realize, oh, shit, we're here a little early. Maybe we should make it look like we're fighting each other now instead of uh, – Dude, well, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest with you now. I'm not the fucking greatest wrestler in the world. I'm not um, the most... What? I, shut up. The most <laughs> articulate fucking wrestler in the world. I'm not. You know, I'm, I'm just not. Yeah, you're, you're, um, you're but, but what I'm good at is timing and believability. Two things that I pride myself on is that if I know a guy's going to jump at me, I'm not going to fucking get into position to the last second. Because why? It looks believable. I'm not going to... What's your he, favorite wrestler? My favourite wrestler, yeah, uh, a guy called Pat Roach. Um, you probably won't know him. He was a British wrestler back in the early seventies. Uh, um, he was believable as fuck. Yeah, so currently active, probably Sheamus. Uh, that's a pretty valid. 
Dude, Sheamus is so fucking underrated. This dude has literally Sheamus and Gunther, man, for me. And like he puts on, like, dude, this man could have bad, good matches with like bad fucking opponents. Sheamus is so underrated, and everything he does is pretty fluent. Like him and Rey- how is Sheamus Rey- underrated? He won the WWE Championship within 150 days. I'm not of saying right, I'm, I'm actually, I'm gonna actually back Mike here. Um, I actually think that Sheamus is like the modern day Macho Man. Um, he hasn't he hasn't won the title as that many times, but he is still considered a main eventer. And that's how I see him. He's just a modern-day Macho Man. Obviously, you know, Macho Man didn't hold the title that many times, but he was a main eventer. Sheamus, I I look in the same vision in modern-day times. May I rephrase in that case? What I mean by underrated is, yes, he's accomplished all this stuff, but he never really makes anybody's top list. He's never, like, named as, like, a major guy, despite the fact that he's top list. He was literally just named the favorite current wrestler by the unfiltered. What do you mean he never makes anyone's top list? Prior to that, prior yeah. to that. Less than two minutes ago. Notice that everybody was shocked when he said it was his favorite. Notice everyone, oh, because it couldn't necessarily be expected. I, honestly, he I just really shocked me. Okay, fuck me then. But, but like, I'm a big Seamus Mark myself, but... Also uh, Seamus Dave, Mark. Dave to be fair, I get what Fox is saying. I get it. Um, he's not a not typical person. Counterpoint, counterpoint on that. Name anybody not named Seamus or Gunther who have received a five-star rating this year in WWE Cody. from Melton. Well, 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 I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't, to be honest, that, that I don't know. I don't pay that much attention to that. So, I I mean, that's also one man's opinion. It's yes. unfortunately one man's opinion who gets taken as gospel by a very large section of the wrestling fans. Let, let's be honest, though. Uh, like when, when you see these ratings come in, you watch the match. I'm, I'm, I might struggle one, one way or another, but I don't struggle completely. Um, I don't ever watch a match and go, he goes, that's a five star, and then watch it and go, no, it wasn't. It was a one. I've never done that. Let, let, I'll be honest, you know. I mean, that's the thing. Like, his opinion's very rarely going to be that much off the mark, but there's a lot of the time when you can watch a match and be like, wow, I really genuinely felt the emotion of that. And even though it wasn't the best technical thing I've ever seen, the emotion in the storyline deserves five stars. And then you get the rating. Don't get like, me wrong. He oh, fucking boys the shit. Let's let's oh, be honest. He's boys yeah. as a motherfucker. Don't get me wrong. And I'm not saying he's going to be five-star in a team deluded. How can you take anyone seriously that has a five-star rating system yet consistently hands out ratings above a five-star rating? How the fuck does that make sense? Never forget, Taker and Shawn Michaels did not get five stars. Like, that alone, like, almost completely invalidates him to me. Like, what, what, like, people in the industry and fans call one of the best Mania matches of all time was 4.75 stars. Fuck off. The biggest underrated wrestling match in WrestleMania history was actually Avatar versus Takamichi Noku. And I'm sorry, I will fucking stand by that, that every day like of the week. Slaps. That sounds like that slaps, bro. It was, it was pretty that cool. match was fucking unreal. Al like Snow that. dressed up in fucking a mask versus Takamichi Noku. And it was not <laughs> meant to be as good as it was, but it was fucking unreal. I actually really liked Takamichi Noku back in the day. Uh, uh, young me was, uh, was was a big fan of the actual like wrestling aspect to it. Uh, I've always been more of a a, a technical fan uh, than uh, you know your typical stuff. But um, huh? to a point I was going to make before uh, the thing with guys like Meltzer's ratings and whatnot is it makes me realize that uh, wrestling's one of those uh, 
it's one of those forms of media that uh, everyone views differently. It's subjectively art. Yes. Yeah. It's an artistic um, representation. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll give you an example of how subjective wrestling can be. Um, very simple scenario. I was in a, I was on a show once. Um, there was Doug Williams versus a guy called Stu Odyssey. Oh, two big fucking meaty men. They're, I'm sorry, but like fucking Doug Williams is unreal. Um, he can literally just say to me three lines, and I'll learn something new about wrestling. I'll be like, "Cheers, Doug." Um, simple as that. His his mind is is absolutely amazing. Um, so Doug Williams versus um, Doug uh, Stu Odyssey in a old school British wrestling match. Um, technically, three falls, no top rope stuff. Exactly that. Um, so that and should have also been two K twenty three. Exactly. I didn't know that. I, I just uh, finished that spot. That's where the Iron Bison stuff, uh, my, my joke stuff came from, was in a two out of three British uh, rules match. You're you're in uh, a club in London, England, and uh, that you're competing in a tournament. No way. I, so I, I didn't know that. Um, but yeah, they did, they did the whole bells thing. They had a big bell. They rung the bell for certain rounds. They had to go back to their corners. It was, technically speaking, it was one of the most British fucking legendary matches ever. Um... It did not get the response it should have had. It was 350 people in the crowd. Um, they should have ate it up. They didn't. Um, and then I was on after that match. Um, I was in a hardcore match. Yay for me. Um, against none other than Matt Morgan's cousin, Loco Mike Mason. Um, so they had it. The, so I'm literally, I'm literally backstage. Watching this match going, this is fucking technical brilliance. And no one's it, it literally the crowd dead. I was like, you do not, you do not deserve this. This is bollocks. Um did they and then the booking, for your match though. It 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 did me technically wonders because the booker goes to me, Well, n- now you've got to go in there and pick the crowd up. And I was like, well, what am I meant to do to pick the crowd up now? Get her cheese well, I didn't actually have a cheese grater. He went, well, hit him with a keyboard. I went, okay. <laughs> oh, well. Uh, <laughs> so we, we go out. Me and Mike Mason are backstage and just go in. Well, we just need to fucking throw everything at this match now because the crowd have been dead. Um, and we did. We went out there. Um, it was the first time I've ever worked with barbed wire. That was a fucking experience. Um, so we did uh, a 30-minute hardcore match. And I'm not a hardcore specialist. Mike Mason is because he's trained by fucking Jimmy Havoc of all people. Of course he fucking is. Um, <laughs> so he's fucking Jimmy, Jimmy Havoc's fucking wonder boy. And I'm just this random guy that went, yeah, I'll take him on in a hardcore match. That would be great. That would be fun. <laughs> I was a dick. Um, the best bit of that match was, uh, have any of you ever heard about the Chris Monster Munch? It sounds familiar, but it's not... Okay, so we, we get in the UK, we get a, a Chris called the Flaming Hot Monster Munch. They're the equivalent of like Flaming Hot Cheetos, I suppose. Okay. Um, and me and Mike were backstage going, What can we do that would be goofy, stupid, but actually get the crowd involved? And I was like, Well, they do Monster Munch on the, uh, the convection stand. How about I just get a Flaming Hot pack of Monster Munch and get the crowd to start chanting Monster Munch? And he went, Can you do that? And I went, I'll try. <laughs> So we do this thing. We pour the, literally like uh, fucking six thousand thumbtacks onto the middle of the mat, um, and I hit a Bubba Buster on him. Literally, Bubba, Bubba, 
Burrow the lead, pick his arms up, smash his ass down onto these thumbtacks. The crowd are like, yeah, that's great. So I go out to the confectioner stand, get these flaming hot monster munch, start pouring them onto the mat. And then I just go, monster munch, monster munch. Literally 350 people. Monster munch, monster munch. So I then hit another Bubba Buster onto these monster munch. It does nothing to him. Literally nothing. It, it, it makes no difference to him. But they think that the flaming hot has got into his arsehole somehow because of the blood from the thumbtack. <laughs> so they're like yeah, 300 people on their 350 people on their feet going, yeah! And he's just there rolling around pretending his arse is flaming hot. It was the best spot I've ever done in my life. If I'm being honest. It was just stupid. Yeah. It was silly. We'd literally just watched a match that should have been praised. Great, though. Just dumb exactly. things like that that'll come out of nowhere for like a five second pop and then you move on with the rest of the match. It's great. That's so the actual biggest pop of the match was that uh, we had a um, we had a staple gun. And um, okay. the whole Did point of the match that? was the biggest spot was meant to be him stapling my own picture onto my body. Um, so uh, we had obviously the, 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 um, the, the stands, there was like pictures of ourselves that we get signed. The fans pay like five pounds for them. It's great. It's fun. Um, yeah. makes me a bit of money. Fantastic. So he goes to the stand and gets like five pictures of my face and then starts stapling them to my chest. He was meant to do two staples into my chest. So he goes, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. And I'm like... <laughs> Thanks for taping. So, so, and literally, he spiralled them as well. He was a kind guy. Fucking great guy. Fuck you, Mike Mason. But... Uh, it literally, he like goes bang, 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 bang. Literally, twists it all round. It's and literally, I've got my own my own promo picture on my chest, stapled into me, um, with these chat these uh, staples. So I'm I'm literally raving in in the middle of uh, bottom corner, and he runs against the ropes, comes back, and literally gives me a fucking Zack Ryder straight across the what meant to be across the cheek, misses my cheek, hits the staples in my chest, all ten of them. Uh, so he kicks me in the fucking chest. And these staples go flying out. The pitch comes flying out. Um, and suddenly I've got this big swelling on my chest. And I'm like, you fucking wanker. Um, <laughs> the next spot. So the next spot in coming up was a shattered dream spot. So um, he goes to then go and kick me again. And I duck and lift his, his, um, lift his leg up. And he goes through the ropes. And I give him a couple of forearms to the face. I lift his other leg through. Give him a couple of jabs. And I'll pick up the uh, the staple gun. The crowd go, oh! I go running back. I come running forward. Uh, go to staple it into his face. He goes like that, and they all go, oh! And then I duck down and staple him in the fucking bollocks. <laughs> You've never seen a fucking oh, yeah. pop like it to this day. MBWA and WA net said they've never seen a pop like it. Three hundred and fifty people screaming. Because I just popped this guy in the bollocks with a staple gun. It, obviously, it, it, it was an illusion. I didn't actually fucking staple him in the bollocks. But for the fact he kicked 10 staples out of my chest, I did give him a legit fucking forearm to the chin. That's that's my fucking right. I don't give a shit. <laughs> so, but no, honestly, like I, I set him up for Shattered Dreams. I run across the thing, go to staple him in the face. Everyone goes, oh, and then I just literally dropped to one knee and bang in the bollocks and literally 350 people off their feet screaming. It was unreal. That's the thing, man, especially with like hardcore matches, the like comedy spots are so underappreciated. I did, it was a company called KFW. It was a 
the the right. indie special bring your own weapons uh type of thing where like the crowd <laughs> brings stuff from home so like the spot was one guy had like a re- real baseball bat and somebody had like a plastic bat so i grabbed the plastic one the other guy grabs a real one and i'm like fuck so like we basically like sword fight with the two things i like hit him in the chest with and i turn around celebrate and the crowd's like yeah you won and i turn around bop to the fucking head and fall down it was so fucking fun because like as we're like sword sword fighting the crowd's like having fun with it i like stab him in the chest the crowd's like yeah turn around you know celebrate and then nice little fucking one bonk it's all the spot was i got hit with a baseball bat one time and the crowd was fucking eating it up i love that shit <laughs> but that's what makes show and that's the uh, this is the point i was making was that you've got Doug Williams versus fucking Stu Odyssey in what should have been the greatest British wrestling match of all time. No one gave a shit. Yeah. I suddenly get a pack of Monster Munch and staple someone in the bollocks, and it was the biggest pot we've ever had on those, N- those N- NWA British shows. It's stupid. It was, technically, it was stupid. To be yeah. fair, like, you played into what the crowd was wanting at the time, and that's definitely what I helped. Did, like, I did. Was- and, you know, I, I was gutted. Because I literally sat there and watched Stu Odyssey versus fucking uh, Doug Williams. And I was taken back to when I was a kid watching fucking World of Sport. You know, and I thought it was the best thing ever. And listening to the crowd not appreciate it, it, it actually set me back. It actually fucking did me wrong mentally. Because I was like, well, has wrestling really changed that much? And the honest answer is yes, it has. They want to see people get stapled in the bollocks and get their fucking ass thrown on Monster Munch. I was like, what, what the fuck has happened? And that, that was that was the harsh reality for me. And I had to change my whole wrestling man. Well, I did change my whole wrestling mentality, but I still wanted to keep the whole I, I like real wrestling. That you know, that's me. I mean that transcends wrestling too. You look at film, like you see like stoner comedies make more movie than like some of the best written movies of the year sometimes. It's just how I guess humor and entertainment has evolved. It ties into every aspect that uh, became with the advent of the internet, too. People now have a sort of instant gratification. They want the stuff they don't think about, have to think about, the stuff that they can just sit and enjoy. Like, that's why comedies do as well as they do. That's why reels are a thing with Facebook and Instagram, because they're short little digestible pieces of thing that you can just keep scrolling right past through. Because no one wants the meat and potato. They just want the sizzled steak, and maybe they're going to eat it or they're going to take a picture of it. And with those two matches, it's like, one, the comedy match, like, the crowd got to be more interactive with it, so obviously they're going to be more rowdy for it. With the other match, while it's a beautiful classic, they don't get to participate as much, meaning that they're going to be a little bit more bored, which is tragic. But, but they, I they could have that. That's the point. This is what people don't realize. Yeah. Yeah. You could have participated with it. You can. You have every right to. I want to see an old granny with a fucking handbag with a brick in it and fucking hit the bowl guy on the head. That's what I want to fucking see. Old, old school fucking wrestling. That's what I want to see. Careful, you may just give WWE an idea. That makes me think of the fucking stunt granny. Or even AEW. Can you picture this? John Moxley's grandmother is in the audience. No, no. The mother of the best friends, the one that keeps showing up. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm just saying the grandmother, right? And the grandmother's there. And, like, he's fighting this guy, whoever it is. Uh, and, and, like, it's looking bad. And the grandmother just pulls a brick out of her purse and hits him, puts it back in while the ref's not looking. Like, I picture this spot happening. You're and telling like, me the business is going to be managed by Shelton Benjamin's mother? Thank you, because oh. that's always been running through my head for the last <laughs> 20 seconds. Yes. Oh, my Mama God. Benjamin. Oh, my God. Yeah. Cool, dude. That shit was based. <laughs> 
Oh, you know, I, I was gutted. I, I, I missed out on a fucking seminar with Shelton Benjamin. I really wanted to go to it. I couldn't for other reasons. I was gutted because I really wanted to go to that. All yeah. right. Somebody should send this to powers that be because I think I've come up with the greatest gimmick to get a, 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 a semi baby face, semi heelish character over who's baby face, but managed by a heel. Okay. His grandmother, the guy's managed by his grandmother. All right. And he's a baby face. He does everything the right way. He doesn't cheat. He doesn't know that his grandmother at ringside is hitting people with fucking bricks. <laughs> to help him win matches, yeah, you do you it. do know that that was every fucking gimmick in the 1970s of Britain, right? No, no. Yeah, well, yeah. Big, Dad, Big Daddy, Pat Roach, uh, Kendo Nagasaki, fucking Les Kelly. Everyone had a grandmother hitting with someone with a fucking brick. It was great. <laughs> I would like to see that transcend all the sports. Imagine watching football. Tom Brady's down like 14 points. His fucking mother comes on the field and chop blocks the kicker for the goddamn like Colts or some shit. Uh, it, it's a shame that we can't translate it across sports. It'd be, it'd oh, be amazing. God. Dude, pro wrestling needs to invade every sport on the planet, man. That'd be so fucking great. Oh. Here, hold on. Hold on. You know what? I, I, I think... We'll, we'll be kind and we'll give him the same privilege that we gave the sleaze. Are you ready? Who is Mason? Who are we ten bells saluting? <laughs> Someone that lost to me, mate. Don't worry. Fuck. Yes, there you go. Uh, Dylan Mason, uh, who just <laughs> lost to uh, Iron Bison in a four-one situation, uh, and he's now four. Let, let, let me put this in boxing terms, right? Okay. So, you know, it, it was it was 10-10s across the board apart from one round for every judge. Four judges just happened to score it, 10-9 to Bison. One judge scored it, 10-9 to Dylan. Very close match. Very different approach. But the Bison did beat the number one. By three. By three. Uh, yeah, by three. Yeah. Oh, well, look at this. We, 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 also we... beat you at one point, but your board judges said otherwise. Bought and paid for. <laughs> bought and paid for. I'm just saying, Jason Sanders uh, didn't like his transition after he just beat Jason Sanders for the EWN title. I'm just saying. Yeah, I, I had to let Jason beat me just to get over it. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> list of people who want to face it. I think we, the good, one of my favorite storytellers. Oh my god, Brooke, you're here! Oh, don't, don't get me wrong. Fucking Jason is incredible. So, and Grant, the, 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 this is a great Grant thing here too, because uh, a little about me, because you got the father and all. Uh, for those who don't know, most of you do at this point, uh, I did a lot of GMing across the Fed world for like everywhere at one point in time. At one point in time, and, uh, yes, we did. 
Yeah. yeah, at one point I was doing three companies at the same time, and I was doing them three. all on time. I swear to God, there was more than three at one point. But here's the thing: all my shit was on time. All my results were out almost immediate. I was on top of my judges. I was on top of my cards. I was on top of my talent. I may have been a little bit of everywhere, but no one can say that I didn't like do my job the way it should have been better than people who were doing one everywhere else. But that's beside the point. I, uh, hey, you're right. Time, I'm shit. <laughs> I am. Um, Literally, I go, by the way, get your promos in by this night, and I'll probably tell you the winner is in two weeks. Give a, give a take. Uh, get your pros in by this night. An hour afterwards, here are the results. That just um, shows me you didn't fucking watch him. You just literally went, by the way, get me in. I just woke up. He looks good. <laughs> He's the winner. Cheers. Hey, I always provided very fully detailed uh, uh, feedback on everything. For Did me. you bollocks? You literally just went, uh, by the way, uh, you promoted one second over the time there. He won because of that. Fuck you. I mean, there were some of those, but uh, I was a stickler. Hey, look, if I could be on time and do things in a timely fashion, I, I expect other people to, too. I never had um, an issue with you as a judge ever, to be fair, if I'm being honest. Didn't. But uh, but no, on this, uh, I actually had the privilege of booking a series of matches, which I was going to touch on earlier, and then we, I, I got away from. There was a point in time where Grant here was unable to defeat Jason anywhere. It like was, he yeah, was trying pretty. and try. He was the monkey, as it was referred. To. He couldn't get off his. Uh, he couldn't get off. Uh, you know, off his back. Uh, I, I, got, I lost. I lost in WKB okay. and then uh, twice in UPW. Yeah, three okay. three three O. He had me. This monkey, he finally gets off his back as he starts <laughs> the UPW title reign. At that time frame, I've had a number of matches with Grant in a couple of different places, and no matter what I do, I can't beat this guy. I just can't. And it keeps it's frustrating me and frustrating me and frustrating me. And like I've beat at this point, I had beaten Jason before he did. Uh, he did. I had wins over Thomas Austin. I was the first guy to beat Legion one on one. Like um, he was the original Iron Bison. And then then I beat him after. <clears throat> yeah, and so did uh, Buett. Yeah, it's true. And but, I uh, I ended Ryan Steinbond's one year run. Just saying. Okay. And then, but uh, I get him off my back after he gets Sanders off his back. But I, I had gotten to uh, book uh, a series of matches and few a uh, feud between uh, him and uh, Jason for. Yeah. I think I carried it on for a couple of months, a couple of actual uh, pay per view events. I, I kept the story going. Uh, um, it, it, it then got overtaken at the time by the sleeves. It was uh, the whole sleeves juice against uh, Jason Sanders. It was a whole weird thing, but yeah, it was true. Oh, yeah, God, yeah. There was there, there, that was the loop promos, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's there where you see the promo. There was the uh, anti anti Lou promo, anti sleaze promo. It was and a lot Jason, of weird shit. Not taking anything away from him now, but he was a different person then. I I think yeah. he was far better back then than he is now, and people are still so like take what you see now and uh, imagine it better because. Like uh, if I I have them somewhere, he did this whole series of uh, promos in a feud with Onions, uh, where he. Uh, the backstory for onions that you know tony had never really put too much thought out into he just did this character and then he so jason's doing this whole story which led to the wolfstead match which we'll, i'll get to afterwards too um and uh it was eric hughes uh the story of young eric hughes and uh they did these whole like documentary series uh, diving into his uh, the asylum he was from uh recordings of him as a child, uh, like they were taken by the psychiatrist. 
Uh, he was still with Ellie at the time, and Ellie is the one that had uh, had done this as well. I think it was her kid, uh, younger kid, uh, and uh, they they did the whole thing for it. Like incredible, like creativity there. Like he just so much, um, so much so that the uh, the knockoff Zelzabar clown had hoped that he would do his uh, origin <laughs> story too. Um, I'm sorry. Oh, at, at this point, at, at this point, uh, uh, Grim to me is the less better clown. Um, so yeah. Everyone respects Zelzy. We all love Court. <laughs> now I'm sorry, but like Court and uh, Grim are great, but the biggest clown in Efed is definitely Dan Ness. So that's my that's my view on it. Uh, oh, that reminds me, uh, AB, I need your help. Uh, um, we need to make a bunch of created characters for 2K23, okay, of people from the Efed community. And I need them up so that I can download them because I'm going to make a David Jones. I have photos of him. I have photos of him. I'm going to make David Jones. And I'm going to do a special uh, live stream series of events, the world versus David Jones. And I'll put him in a bunch of handicap matches against a bunch of people on WWE 2K23 (laughs) and let everyone enjoy watching people from EFED beat up David Jones. And Jones, he ain't going to give a shit about this. And the reason he ain't going to get shit about this is because people are watching him anyway. So, like, he'll be all gravy with it. Um, <laughs> like, Jones is, David is uh, a definite subscriber to, like, the Eric Bischoff style. Like, uh, that, that is his, his era of wrestling, the Attitude Era, everything about the Attitude Era. It's, it's what he loves. Uh, and controversy creates crash, whether you're being the bad guy, whether you're being the good guy. Now, now I've just got this guy. image of, of David Jones going, um, what do you mean I'm being made out to be a pedophile? Well, how many people are watching? Fantastic. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> like, for the most part, he's like, that, that's, that's, I think, one of the things that, uh, that uh, makes David interesting person for people to deal with. What, he likes to be a pedophile? No, no, that doesn't like to be a pedophile. <laughs> I can't believe you like, said that. It looks like, like uh, DJ B's on his you own piece of shit. making calls now. <laughs> there we go. There we go. Uh, make sure to upload them with uh, Exalted Father to uh, the, uh, the, the hashtag Exalted Father. I'm trying to put everything together under that for uh, the, 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 the stream. I'd say shoot the shite, but they won't let us use the word shite anywhere in WWE 2K23. However, I that, did get... That, that's the shite. Do you know what I think you should do? Just because DJB is actually watching right now, use the hashtag. Daryl Jackson's a fucking drug dealer. Use that one. <laughs> Daryl Jackson's. A tr- I mean, so, that might work. Of course, uh, so I have one of those titles on hand. Oh. Oh, oh, if, if you ever get a, if you ever get a title from Daryl Jackson, just fucking check the scene. Fucking drug dealer somewhere. <laughs> just the that, no, just literally, literally no. just bend them over and go. Oh, there it is. Oh. Well, I was I was able to get this. And here's a quick preview of one of the attires of the lock. Oh no, I put it in the wrong spot. I put it in background. My bad. That was not done well. Uh, go ahead, Mike. Say that thing about us being professional. We're professional. That's what we do. It wasn't forced, but here you go. I was able to get the poop shoot logo uh, on uh, the front of him, and the shooting the shite logo there is actually on the back of the shirt too. So you will be able to find that uh, on a number of uh, the attires for uh, Jaden Lawson. The lot. Oh yeah, that that was. Uh, I didn't actually make that attire. I did it on a, a thing so you could see it. 
Actually, I did it on a stream too, so people would see me doing it, but I didn't actually put it on. Oh, God. Um, I was like, I, I have that. Uh, maybe we should send that to, to, to Foxifer here. I think he'll get a kick out of that screenshot. I have so many 2K23 screenshots I've sent you guys, and I am so sorry for that. <laughs> uh, Never be sorry. Never. I was going to say, why would you apologize for that? Like, we were in the uh, 3-to party chat for, for PlayStation, and half an hour, most of us were playing, playing 2K already. And Mason's making his call, Jimmy's making his, and oh, fuck. <laughs> I love that. I love that so much. Wait, which meme is that? That's the you want to relax. You want to be able to to defeat me, right? <laughs> I can't make out whether that's a little boy's ass or Brooks' ass. <laughs> I think that's pizza. Right over my face. <laughs> I, I'm sorry for that cruel fate. To the ass How do you know what a little like boy's ass looks like, like to be able to compare it? Unfiltered? How would you know what a little boy's he ass looks like to be able to compare it? I've literally got a seven-year-old and a nine-year-old's okay. pair of boxes in my room, so I'll, I'll go oh, and check why? if you like. <laughs> why do you have children's underwear in your bedroom? Hey, yo. because, my, because my son's a seven and nine, but I don't know. You have children's underwear. I have a nine-year-old. He's almost ten. His underwear isn't in my bedroom. <laughs> yeah, well, well, unfortunately, I don't have the room to fucking put them elsewhere. So, no, right. So it's called a lounge. It's called a hallway. It's called their bedroom. Leave them what, on the what, floor in the bathroom. What, don't what, drag them into your bedroom. What, what, What's wrong what, with you? What, why have you got little kids' boxes in your fucking lounge and hallway? Yeah, that's a weirder place to have them. I think yeah, a weirder place to have them is your bedroom. Well, I'm, I'm sorry, like, this is everyone's room. I don't, I don't know. Having, like, underwear in the hallway is a little weirder than having it in a room. It would be weird to have underwear in the hallway, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would <laughs> just walk no, in the hallway I'm sorry, Mike. Just stop doing it. Hey, Blair, be, uh, Lee, let's go. Are you bae? Anyway, get that picture back up. Um, what? You want to know that you, you're fucking baked? Uh, no, not. To go along with all this, uh, just a reminder for folks who are just now tuning in, we have a snippet of, in, uh, of news that was given to us earlier. Uh, there is a title for this on the Twitch stream. Uh, this is one of the clips that I took from the show. Uh, this is very, very, like, groundbreaking news. How the fuck do you go into a show and go into a spot where the guys you're about to jump on just stare there for 30 minutes? And he said to he said to me that that's not actually what is meant to happen. Uh, we talk about it beforehand. There's trigger movements and hand signals, and they're meant to get into spot, and then I do the spot, and then they don't. Um, and I said to him, well, why does it happen every time it's you? And he went, I don't fucking know. The guy is Will Ospreay. You motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, you, you can... that last bit is everything. You motherfucker. <laughs> you, you can find that clip under highlights for the show called Grant Hates Will Osprey. I don't hate Will Osprey. <laughs> I hate the people that fucking go against him because they There's just a don't know how to fucking too. time wrap. Grant him. hates Will Osprey. Hate his spot. Grant thinks the Young Bucks suck. <clears throat> 
The Young Bucks do suck. They do. Um, I, did, I, did, I did like I their like fucking cage good. match, though. Um, a lot. So, I'm not going to say Young Bucks suck. That's okay. I will. <laughs> I, I've, I've met never them. met them. I can't... I can't I like telling people to their face. I like my story, actually. I I have a story about the Young Bucks. Yes. I met them, local indie show. Uh, And they they, they fucked you up the arse. Fair enough. I had my children. I had my children there. That's weird. All of my kids. (laughs) uh, I was still with Angel at the time. Uh, We had, you know, the the, the four girls, four of the two girls, two boys, and we're we're at the the indie show. Uh, Christopher Daniels and Frankie Kazarian are also there. The main event is The Addiction, Christopher Daniels and Frankie Kazarian, versus The Young Bucks. Uh, so we're going up to get like autographs from... Uh, like We were going to go do Christopher Daniels and Frankie Kazarian because we were making fun of Benita because she had a crush on Frankie Kazarian. She thought he was, ador- I thought he was like gorgeous. Right. So we're going that way, and we're passing The Young Bucks, and my son Jason has cerebral palsy. Uh, so he's, his stability is a little off. Uh, yeah. Like he, you know... As he's walking by, we catch the young bucks making fun of him. Um, legit. So, like, legit. So, legit. legit. What? So do Christopher Daniels and Frankie Kazarian. So they bring us over. We get the autographs for free. We get pictures with them. We had actually brought their comic book. Oh, I cool. bought their comic book and we got autographs of the other. The, the what, comic you think book. it's cool that they're making fucking no, fun I'm of it? For the comic book. Brooks, you piece, you piece of shit! How dare you? Ignore her, mate. She fucking loves kids being fucking exploited. You did just hold up little boy's underwear. I'm just saying. Um, but irrelevant. But yeah, no. Um, okay, again, one. To be fair. The, the Young Bucks were the heels that night. Uh, but, like, that rubbed me the wrong way. Um, there, there's Who rubbed much... you the wrong way? Uh, Matt. Matt did. Matt Jackson. How old was Matt? Uh, I don't know. How old is he? He looks like he's 50 with that hairline at this point. Could he Not fit in these boxes? Bucks. <laughs> the Young Bucks probably could, yes. Both of them, probably. Matt Minnick might be able to, too. Matt Minnick um, probably could. God bless your soul. You beautiful man. Um, but yeah, that, that was my interaction with the Young Bucks. And uh, like, uh, again, uh, you know, they were the heels that night. Uh, and there's not very much, you, you know, me from EFED too, there's not very much that offends me, will actually like legitimately offend me. Uh, but I, I, I do draw the line, obviously, uh, making fun of my, my son for being handicapped. Like, uh, the kid can't, uh, doesn't even know you're making fun of him at that point. So, like, uh, that's kind of fucked up. But, uh, but yeah, so we have an actual reason to say the Young Bucks suck. Not just because they're shitty wrestlers and overhyped spot monkeys, but because they're evil to disable children. Fuck you, Young Bucks. Fuck you, Matt and Nick. You to suck. Be fair, to be fair, probably one of the most popular heel wrestlers in the world today would have done the same thing, MJF. Oh, he totally no, would. To be fair, the young, the young, I met the Young Bucks... And you're right, they, they are really unfortunate towards disabled people. They told me I couldn't even take an armbar. Fucking bastards. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah no, um, I was caught, yes, by the way, anyone watching, I was calling myself disabled. Thank you. Yes. 
Yes. Well, anyone that's that's followed you long enough knows you are. It's true. It's very. I mean, any anyone that can create the sleeves of Ricardo is obviously mentally deranged. No, no, normal people don't. Yeah. Yeah. Who's Ricardo? <laughs> you know what I'm right. <laughs> Oh no, I do. I know who the sleaze is. So who the fuck is Ricardo? If you know the sleaze, that'd be you worse than the sleaze. No. Ricardo. No, 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 Make it all that. Push. Ricardo. So it's no. just racism. Okay, cool. Yeah, he's good at that what? too. What did he do? What? Cause he said pish. He can't help it. He don't speak. He don't speak any language. He's fucking right, Ricardo. What are you doing? Australia. No, he's not from Australia. Is he? I, I didn't realize he was fluent in Cajun. That's impressive. He's fucking weird. No, no. <laughs> Farmer, the uh, farmer dude from uh, uh, Waterboy. Waterboy, yeah. Hey, do you know what? I, th I think that's literally his uncle. <laughs> I think uh, I think I might try an entire podcast speaking in that language. Please don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Just, just don't ever ask him about Phil Michelle. Mm. <laughs> about what? Oh, fuck, Phil, man. Phil, Phil Marshall. I love that man. The world's sexiest man. His voice is like velvet. It's not to Ricardo. Ricardo fucking hates him. He met him. Well, the other Ricardo's day. wrong. I was gonna say Ricardo has a bad opinion then. Wait, Ricardo wait, met him in person. It was fucking weird. So you mean this guy? Ladies and gentlemen, you are watching Shooting the Shite. Season insert number here. Episode insert number here. So that guy. Right, Ricardo, what do you think about Phil Marshall? Phil Marshall, he stinks. Well, that was some Spanish. Muy bien, muy bien. Muy bien, muy bien. Muy bien, I would kill to see this dude versus Austin Kruger. Oh my god, the back and forth would be phenomenal. Bring <laughs> I know that that the last best bit of Ricardo there sounded like uh, he might have he might speak Hatties. Uh, he did sound a lot like Jabba the Hutt there. All he had to do was throw a solo at the end, and I would have been convinced. So is this the point where we went off the rails? Uh, I know we already did off the rails. In order or, to or did, or did we go off the rails when Unfiltered off. said that he hated Willow Spray? Brooke said she hates the disabled. What the fuck? I don't even hate disabled. It's, part... it's fucked up. Gosh, Has anyone yeah. said hello to Belgium yet this week? Yes. Yeah. Belgium earlier. Okay. I took cool. care of that. I was on the ball. 
or Kabalik, I guess. What about Gary Watch? Have you done Gary Watch yet? We have not done Where's Gary. Uh, Would you like to handle Where's Gary today? Or should we pass it back to AB since he just discovered he's on Snapchat? You have to message him. You have to. You can't tell us you have a direct line to him and not use that line. The hell? <laughs> if you message him on Snapchat, I won't even give you shit for not having a sheet on your bed. Go for it. For not having a shirt on his you, bed? You don't have what? a sheet on your bed. Oh, a sheet the mattress behind him. There's no sheet on that bed. No? I don't have a bed under my sheet. Message Gary, please. Oh. Okay, bye, Grant. Unfiltered oh. may have become disabled. Oh, that broke Filtered. It's got to be like six for him in the morning at this point. Yeah. Hi. So, yeah. Oh, that Joe, how about Joe in the comments now? <laughs> I remember a time I wrote about him getting thrown into a dumpster. Did that Who hasn't been thrown to a dumpster in their career at EFETS? During my uh, my time with UPW and XWE and PWA, I, I had some very interesting roster members with a, a lot of different like space. Uh, I, I had a really nice fold-out Attitude Era-style uh, um, roster with my upper-card guys, my mid-card guys, my lower-card guys. Um, Joey was one of my guys in uh, XWE, actually, uh, on the top end. Towards the top end, which says everything you need to know about my XWE roster. Um, but uh, he, uh, he he didn't like it when I had him thrown into a dumpster because uh, Justin Klein had made a reference about it, and I was busting his balls. I have this thing about uh, fucking with Joey DeWitt all the time. Uh, the old Riots uh, review, the Riots Roundup, where, uh, when I'd bring people from the show on there on, uh, I'd fuck with Joey DeWitt, DeWitt left and right. Um, always, always busting his balls. Ah, uh, so much fun. He's a good sport about it. I once threw Nick White into a dumpster. Good. That's where he belongs. It's because you were just an easy target. You were like a prom queen with daddy issues and self-esteem problems. You were definitely easy. <laughs> I... Huh. There's a lot of dead silence now. Uh, is yeah. Bored? Did, 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 did you lose interest with Grant gone? Is that what happened? I don't know. I don't well, that makes two of us. The I guy with the fun know. accent is gone. Uh-huh. Now we're boring again. <laughs> oh, I'm going to do some face paint. Let's do this. Why <laughs> <laughs> this fucking well? Face paint with fox fur. Yeah, here we go. It's time for our favorite segment. Right. If DJB's still around, uh, I saw you talking about doing the CWs tomorrow. Have you played around much with uh, the game yet? Uh, right. <clears throat> uh, mm, excuse me, burp. Face painting with fox fur. Woo! You know, I hit your dank after dark uh, video yesterday, yesterday, I think it was, when I went to go take a shit. And, well, uh, a as, soon as, I, as soon as I went on, it was gone. Like, the live stopped right in the middle of something. 
and uh, I don't I don't know what happened, uh, but I was too lazy to go back for it because uh, pooping, and I went and watched anime <laughs> instead. Oh, Dang After Dark was fucking amazing. They were watching some fucking political ads. It was hilarious. You know, a topic everybody can agree upon: political ads. Yeah. Let me tell you this. Uh, I found a anime on Crunchyroll that may interest the folks here. Tiger Mask W. Set in New Japan wrestling. I do believe so, because uh, Okada is a character in the anime. Oh, yeah. I think I've heard of that, actually. I started watching the first episode, but then uh, I didn't get a chance to finish. Uh, and uh, But it looks interesting so far. Uh, it looks uh, produced uh, by Toei Animation, the same people that did Dragon Ball. Uh, so it has a very similar vibe uh, as far as like the animation. Uh, like I'm getting that feeling from it. Uh, but uh, I haven't messed with it too much. Let's see, I haven't yet. Uh, I don't know why it went off, uh, off, but the video is on you. Okay, I'll have to check it out again later. Yeah, because uh, the match because we had it was uh, it was the after dark uh, pay per view. Me and Foxy did. Uh, Foxy did a uh, a right next blaming beat because nine eleven. Yeah, I wanted to cause nine eleven. I was the redneck all American domestic terrorist. And people if, said he sounds like Rocky T. Um, I'm Rocky T's cousin. That's why. I'm Rocky F. Well, well what about, don't forget Rocky P. Were, were you here the day I showed the Rocky P video? I was not, unfortunately. Yeah, we got muted for that because of the Derringer Real American song, but not the Voodoo Child. So, um, I, I, I cut a thing, uh, Hogan style, going from the regular Hogan to the, the heel Hogan, and then I'm coming out as Rocky P. I'm like, oh, 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 let me tell you something, brother. <laughs> I got my contractually obligated celebrity here. It's, uh, 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 you know, uh, and uh, it went over well with people that watched it that weren't David Jones or Rocky T. Uh, everybody else loved it. Oh, uh, oh, and on I that subject, since you said it that way, uh, that does bring me to this. And I got blocked by David Jones because I said hello to him too many times. A throwback to an earlier episode. So when you do your online gaming wrestling thing and you get all the characters together, can I beat David Jones by just screaming hello into his face until he passes out? (laughs) I don't know if that's a move in the game. I still think it's funny. Either way, Mason still wins. Being to have him cause me so cause nine eleven, no matter what the outcome would have been. Um, I mean, it's just realistic. Mason, Mason would have probably been the causation for nine eleven, regardless. No, it was Kermit. It was Kermit the Frog. Kermit the Frog caused nine eleven <laughs> because in a in a one of their movies, there was a flash forward where. Oh, I have to Google it, but it's pretty much confirmed. Kermit the fucking frog caused nine eleven. Let me Google it. You know the you know the Turtle Club scene from Masters of Disguise was being filmed on September eleventh, two thousand one. Correct? I did not. Well, now you know. <laughs> That's all I know about the movie. I watched it once uh, when I was in high school. Uh, and uh, I remember, I don't remember a lot of uh, that time frame, uh, mainly because it revolved around an ex who uh just was, ugh. and uh, 
I don't remember much of the movie other than that one scene. I remember seeing that, and uh, that's about all it's, I remember. It's honestly the only scene that's worth anything in the movie, to be fair. But I'm, I'm uh, as hard as it may seem to believe, I'm not a huge fan of comedy. Like, comedy movies, uh, I'm very picky on. That's totally valid. Well, October is a month match. There's a lot of good matches they had. Um, I want to try to drag Blakey in for the next one. Blakey versus versus your uh, terrorist gimmick, Fox. <laughs> Rocky F versus Blakey is Pedro. Say, say, uh, Fox, uh, would you be uh, interested in taking part in uh, Shite Mania? Sure, why not? Okay, you'll be randomly booked against somebody else who signs up. And uh, well, it'll be one of two matches in a week. And uh, you'll be on the Talking the Shite page for it. The promos will be posted. And then we'll watch them live on air. And then we will judge them. Bet. And do a couple matches a week uh, once we get this off the ground. We got to get some people uh, interested. So we have our first person. Fox here is uh, a participant in Shite Mania. Let's go. You won't know. You won't know what gimmick you're getting from me. God knows what it's gonna be. When we like it. Can it be oh, a new gimmick? People will just be tagged by their names. It's up to them to decide how they're doing it. Absolutely, it could be a new gimmick. Uh, are you gonna be your gimmick in Madhouse? Be that uh, be the uh, HR or? I might just bring Sad. I might bring Sad Bailey out for it. Who fucking knows? Oh, Sai Bailey! God, that's the name. <laughs> and, and, and inside... Sai, Sai, Sai Bailey is still in fucking Tokyo, waiting for Sam Black to come back so he can face her for the UWO Women's Championship in a Taco Bell street fight. He's still waiting on. <laughs> yeah. A little insight for you. I will be more inclined to vote positively for people who put over the podcast, and especially my, me. I, I will definitely... like If, it's my, if it's my Republican... Uh, uh, Redneck dude, obviously he's gonna put it over because you have shooting in the title, Second Amendment, baby. Not to mention we're all white, so he shouldn't have a Let's problem. Go. Yeah, <laughs> thank God none of you are foreigners like that foreigner F- Floridian, or as I call her, Florida terrorist Lenore. Florida's not even what do you mean? I'm absolutely a foreigner. I'm from yeah, fucking no. New Zealand. Ah, uh, New Zealand's probably owned by the United States. You're not a foreigner. We're owned by England. What the fuck? We beat them in a war, so we own them. So we own you. Let's go. If anything, that just makes you like our brother country, so it's okay. Listen, man, I I love the great 49 states. See to shiny, see the United States. And anybody who faces me, I will beat you from... 49 states. Which one are you missing and why? Florida's not a state. Florida's not real. Florida is just another country. Let's be real. Yeah, you want to face me? I'll fight you anywhere from Disneyland to Dollywood. Let's do this. <laughs> Disneyland to Dollywood. <laughs> the only two places that matter. That's all in the Northern Hemisphere. <laughs> exactly. That's why they're the only places the that northern... matter. It doesn't fit for a redneck. I, I would argue that I'm far more of a Southerner than you are. What do you mean Northern Hemisphere? Dollywood's in, like, literally East Tennessee. Yeah. I live like two minutes from Dollywood. Is that not the Northern Hemisphere? I don't know. I didn't go to school. I'm from Tennessee. 
are, are you not in the northern hemisphere right now? Are you not in the northern part of the planet? You think I know geography? You mean? This you is the American I, public school system. Not, you, you, think think I know, you think I know geography? I'm a goddamn American. <laughs> all, all I know is we want a war to beat England, and that's all that matters, baby. Well, you needed the French's help, but sure. Yeah, the French needed our help. With what? I don't know, but they did at some point, surely. And you didn't take the war to them, you just did it in your own backyard. So bring the war to one of us, motherfucker. Don't, please I don't will! I will! I will! That fucking uh, talk shit of radio, what it's called. I don't need warthogs and interceptors fucking floating around down here. I'm good. <laughs> Uh, this, oh, if Dyer pops in, it'd be hilarious. What? You say, what's a hemisphere? <laughs> oh, DJ B. What's a hemisphere? Isn't that one of those, like, medical conditions that women get with their fucking uh, lower regions? Yeah, sure. <laughs> like that. Right, I just want to point out that you can find this shirt right here that I'm wearing on shoptheshite.com. Just so you know, um, you can find it there. It's fairly. Can we get it without the tie dye background? Yeah, yeah. It's in black, black, it's in white, it's in green, it's in red, it's in orange. Like you can get every color possible with it. You're getting better. I think this is the first time I've seen you plug merch this episode. It is. Oh, Oh, no, the second. I did it once, once earlier, but it's been spaced out. It's been like almost three hours, and I've only done it twice. So. And you know what? I, what makes things even more interesting? I haven't mentioned anybody that we're better than recently either. In the whole almost three hours. Wow. You know what? Can that is it? that is very humble of you. Which is. Oh no, Court! Give me the link. Another reason. The fuck is a Zelzabar Zelzabar? He was here last week. I he wasn't. Was. I was. Yeah, where were you last Sorry, week? I was unwell. You're always yeah. unwell. We just expect unwell from you. I don't know. I was sitting in the court. I mean, it, it does begin to be expected. You you did uh, you did do that one thing with the pink thing, and like. I mean, like I said to you, I'd do it every episode, but it would just become played out. So is it going to be played out when uh, I, I point to A.B. to do his before we end? Well, no, because that's once an episode. Mm, good point. It's just become a spot. That's true. That's a spot. And we're all going to look at him when the time comes. Like, Absolutely. Oh, hey, is he jumping or what? It's like the, the Willow Spray spot that uh, you know Grant hated. Osprey is the best wrestler on the face of the planet. You know, I've only ever seen him in one match. Fascinating. Which match? Uh, him in Aussie Open versus Death Triangle. Oh, okay. On AEW. Yeah, but that's Obviously. because I'm a I'm a Pentagon fan. Like, yeah, Pentagon's I love cool Pentagon. Shit. Yeah, he's very cool. He's not in my top five, but I love Pentagon. I like the idea of mask wrestlers. I always thought if I ever became a fucking independent wrestler anywhere, I'd wear a mask for sure. Yeah, 
Foxy, that face is getting dope, man. It's really not, but I'm trying to trust the process. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea what you're doing. Nope. I literally started putting this on without any plan. And that's it, fine. It, it looks like you have drawn in teeth. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to do like a broken up mouth. Okay, so do we call you Melina? Have no. you gone into the office with full face paint yet? Which office? Y your office that you work at. Uh, no, I have not. Aww. That would be hilarious, though. You should. See, this is the conversation every time you're here. He's going to ask you if you've done it yet. You probably <laughs> wait for the right moment. And if and when you do, I need receipts. Take a photo, please. Bet. Yeah. I like maybe this guy. A whole like uh maybe a whole like work selfie. Uh with with uh with the crew at work. I did uh I court. When I was at university I would go to like the university library wearing face paint. That was always fun. Why are you not wearing a shirt? Why is why is he He's muted. I, I, I hope he never wears a shirt. <laughs> we should be well, thankful. Hi, Zelsabar. I'm Captain Dipshit. Why aren't you wearing a t-shirt? Why are you? Social that's norms. That's a great point. Good question. Wait, you think Zelsabar is going to follow social norms? I want to cover my man titties. Um, ah. <laughs> I was just waiting for that opportunity. <laughs> you know, honestly, the sex appeal in this podcast just went up like a thousand percent. We are now one third shirtless. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> right, turn. No. I can't. <laughs> Is that your voice or are you making a voice? No, that's his voice. Huh? Oh, that's unfortunate. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, uh, West Virginia Jack Harvey. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it had to be said. I don't give a fuck. It had to be said. Oh, we bullied him off the screen. There I am. Z, Z, how you feel being called a West Virginia Jack Harvey? I feel like I'm going to be murdered in my sleep now. Wait, wait, what's the Jack Harvey? Yeah, good question. You don't know Jack Harvey? No. You know, if you don't know, it's that's probably we the best. You and Onions in HSW. Yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> I'll be was, here till my phone dies. Was he the <laughs> other one I didn't care about? Yes. Okay. Yeah, there's, I've, I've faced a lot of people who I didn't even bother learning who they were. It was kind of douchey of me, but um, <laughs> I didn't care. Life do be no, like no, that. That half the people I work with. That, <laughs> um, that was the match where Tyrion's lemonade mix was invented. Oh, oh yes, I don't remember him. I remember the name. Let me put it this way. I remember the name, and I think he was really skinny. 
Yeah, like, yeah, hard like, to... like Casey Campbell build. Yeah, that, I, that could, I could solve. I could see yeah. it somewhat between Casey and Harvey. Did he have like short blondish hair? Yes. Yeah. That kind of yes. looked like he was trying to be a '90s uh, teen dream. Yeah. Ah. You know, like the the Jonathan Taylor Thomases back in the day. They all had like a certain type of haircut. Like. Yeah, yeah. I swear, I swear, he had that kind of haircut. If that's who I'm thinking. Maybe. Kind of a longer face, but like mm. a long condensed face, like head shapey, almost Macaulay Culkin, <sighs> Home Alone. That's pretty damn good description. Yeah, how about right? You're not wrong. It's a, it's so I, I do remember him actually. Hey, look at that! <laughs> <laughs> I remember more than I thought I was going to. I guess I should probably have some brownie then. <laughs> there you go. That that tells me that my mental faculties are too well with it. So what's Delsabar's <laughs> whole deal? What are you He's from? <laughs> what's going on here? He's D O D. How do you identify? Are you a he, him, or a they, them, or oh, she, you her? To them? You're a he, him. Okay. Hmm. hmm. Oh, you know, I never. See, I was intrigued by Fox when I first met them, but I'm. I don't know if I'm intrigued by you, but I mean, (laughs) give it time. I feel like I want to see more of you, and then none ever again. (laughs) That's that's the most honest response to meeting court I could ever imagine. (laughs) How about right? (laughs) I'm interested. At least let's 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 go with that. I'm interested. So, what's your old deal? What are you doing here? How can we help you? What time is it then? Do you have any life dilemmas that we can sort out with you and talk to her? You look like you have issues. I feel like we should help you. Oh, Oh, you don't have the time to help me. Oh, I got all the time in the world. (laughs) Me too, actually. I know what Court's been through. Trust me. (laughs) I'll sit here and do a 24-hour counseling session with you. Let's go. What's up? How can we help you? Let's start. Day one. Day one, you were born, I assume, in a hospital. Maybe you weren't. Maybe you were a home birth. Maybe you were delivered in an ambulance on the way to the hospital. Maybe you popped out in the middle of a car. Maybe you were in a lake. Maybe your mother was an international ear. I don't know. How were you born? Where were you born? How old are you? Maybe he was born like This podcast was sponsored by BetterHelp. <laughs> and was uh, shit out in a porta potty. <laughs> I, I wasn't born. I've always existed. It's kind of fucking terrifying. <laughs> okay. You've always existed. Where did you come yeah. from? From like hell or heaven or. Um, I came from the emptiness of space. The emptiness of space. Okay. Where did you originate from? Because you kind of just popped into existence. Why not? Says who? <laughs> the yeah. laws of nature and gravity. Oh, oh. I have been divorced. Okay, bye, Josh. <laughs> wow, it's bad when we lose the fucking... <laughs> How did, what brought you to Earth? How did you wind up on Earth? I created Earth. I'm God. Okay, so what brought you to Earth? Why didn't you go to another planet with, like, more cool aliens and shit? Because we eat that here. <laughs> yeah. Because we eat it here. <laughs> you think he's going to see the fucking, uh, the best promos he can on Mars? 
<laughs> well, maybe not Mars, but like somewhere in another galaxy. Could you imagine aliens ethering? Isn't that some shit? So tell us more about yourself. You were created out of nothing. You created the Earth. You created the planets. I assume you created the salt system which we inhabit. So... Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah, you're on Earth because of Ephid. <laughs> yep. What was it like in the 1800s? Very boring. How did you exist with like that face? I feel like that would have been a problem. Nowadays, we're very open and accepting, but back then, <laughs> no, we are I mean, you couldn't even be black back then, let alone have a face <laughs> like that. I killed a lot of people, so. I probably shouldn't admit that live on the air, but okay. <laughs> How can you arrest a literal ethereal being, though? With handcuffs and guns. <laughs> See, Zelzmar has a lot of experience being in handcuffs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do. Tell us more about yourself. What's, what's your whole deal? What's, what's going on behind all of this? What's behind the... <laughs> Ah, oh, Z, you're too much, bro. You're too much. Behind all what? <laughs> this facade. What's what's going on behind there? What's what's? Is there any brain bouncing around in there, or is it all just autopilot? Oh, the, the wheel is spinning. The hamster's just dead at this point. Okay, so there's electricity, just no generator. All right. Um. Hmm. Listen, he's got two brain cells that are currently actively fighting for third place. <laughs> They're going to kill each other. The one that wins is going to be lonely and kill itself. Mood. Honestly, wish <laughs> Sounds about right. And I'll be back. <laughs> Why are you in a basement? Why aren't you in a basement? Because I have self pride. <laughs> uh, I don't. <laughs> well, you're an ephid, and you have self pride. You're the I'm wrong. I'm not an ephid. I'm not an ephid at all. I'm nothing to do with ephid. <laughs> have you ever seen me promo an ephid? No. No, you have not. To be fair, you've probably also never seen me ephid promo, but like. Oh, I- Exactly. Exactly. See, the difference is you, you frequent EV places. I don't. You have the ability or the possibility to run against people that you haven't seen before or just come up against faces in your newsfeed that are just posting videos. I don't have that because I'm not in any EV. Which made me. To be fair, before I was on the show, the only person I knew was Brooke, so I didn't know any of y'all motherfuckers. What happened to Josh? I don't know. I have no idea. I'm I'm going to poof soon. I'm on 2% on my phone die. I'll be gone. Shit, what percent am I on? 12. Let's go. I'll charge him and pop back on if it's still going, but I'll be here till it dies. I I, I don't think the show can actually end until Josh comes back. (laughs) We will find a way. I mean, we can all leave, but it would still be live, I assume? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yes. It happened before. It still keep going. Yeah. We're no, going. Yeah. We're stuck here until 
comes back. Slimbo. <laughs> Pretty much, yes. <laughs> Not what I had envisioned when I created Earth. Well, I'm so disappointed. Welcome to our own personal version of hell. <laughs> UWO? Well, <laughs> well played. I feel like AB will be the next one to drop off intentionally. Oh, I'm definitely the next 2%. Hmm. Oh, by the way, Blair, I'm going to use. Oh, by the way, I'm going to on my promo against Gage. So I am still on the page. Had to take a piss. Sorry about that. So. I, uh, I was about to start about... Googling today's news and I was just going to start reading the news. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I had to take a piss real quick and I didn't want to interrupt. So I was just like, hey, one second. Ah, I may or may not have also eaten a piece of provolone cheese. Blair, me and you have to work together again. That thing in Blood Legion was way too much fun. Oh, oh yeah. Too. That is definitely not the end for Oh, I agree. You guys are you guys killed each other with those promos <laughs> back and forth, back to back. Even when during video private group calls that he admitted that he had so much fun. He never had his experience dude, in someone in a long time. Dude, that's the most work I've done on a page in one week uh in the past year and a half. I put like six promos out in that week. Yeah, I don't I don't do that very often. Ooh. <laughs> I'm cool with that. I'm high with it. It's a look. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> Alright, so uh, what, do you, what do you think? Uh, Foxy versus uh, versus Zelzy round one in Shite Mania? I fucking love that. Hey, hey, it's Zelzibar. Uh I still got something. Um, let me see if I can oh, find it. His phone died. His phone probably died on him. Ah, damn it. <laughs> I still got the OG Zelzibar mask. Oh! oh, it could be Zelzabar versus Imposter Zelzabar. Like, Taker versus Taker. It's fucking. Oh, that's perfect. I could be Zelzabar too. I love that. <laughs> I'll just, I will just, like, take a fucking screenshot of his background and, blue, and, like, green screen myself on it so I could also be in his basement. Okay, we need you versus Zelzabar versus Lee and his Zelzabar get up. Oh my god, I'm so so far triple threat. Or we team up, it's a three on three. Oh yeah. <laughs> Dude, that honestly would be fucking great. Who is the real Zelzabar? Who is the real Z? The real Zelzabar, please stand up. Oh, I'd be a last man standing man. <laughs> last man laughing. Oh. Pretty fun. <laughs> So, I'm game We are coming up on the three-hour mark. We have run out of the basic stuff we were talking about, and we uh, are essentially losing steam. So yes. um, I think we're going to do something that we haven't done ever. Ever. First time ever. And I think for the first time in forever, it's time we do what Grant did not do. Not even tonight, because he didn't do a good job of sticking it tonight. He just disappeared. Um, and we... Stick the landing. Do, do do you guys think we can do it? I don't know. Can can we can we stick this? Works landing? a part of this. I don't know. All right, everybody. 
to to make this work. To make I'm this back work. Again. Oh, oh. We oh, we all I... need to look at A B. Okay. Gotcha. Look at AB. AB screen. Uh, we we got we got we got to anticipate <laughs> it. We we gotta we'll all spray it. Come on, guys. We'll all spray it. Alright. What are we doing? Oh, we're to be a part of this now that it's Will Ospreay. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What are we doing? Oh, what are we doing? We're sticking the landing. Yeah, stick the landing. Come on. Yeah, we're sticking the landing. <laughs> we're just, we're just waiting. Come on, AB. Time to jump. You're there. Come on. Is he gonna jump? Is he gonna jump? Is he going to jump? Is he jumping? Hey. Is he? Is he? 